Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geek Explained Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are tackling Batman and Robin must die this is issues 13 through 17 of the batman and robin run by grant morrison featuring art by fraser irving as well as batman the return featuring art by david finch which is really exciting uh for those of you who uh started reading batman comics and rebirth that name sounds really familiar to you yeah but of course i am joined by the only two Two people who I would trust to help me take back Gotham City from an army of Dolatrons spreading addiction that you can catch. First off, he's been hiding around as a dead author for this whole time, and I just remembered, oh, wait a second, we shouldn't give him a crowbar. It's Jacob Brown. <laughs> you should know better than to put me in the middle of this. <laughs> I I never get tired of that laugh. That was um, perfect. <laughs> and he's maybe my dad, maybe the devil. Who's to say? It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. I'm both. I'm your hole in things. I'm your hole in things. I'm your dad. I'm the devil. I'm your devil dad. I'm everything. <laughs> devil dad. Call me Devil Damien. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he is everything everywhere all at once he is my friend everything uh, <laughs> and i am the man who keeps trying to for some reason give up my mantle of batman every time i'm out they just keep pulling me back in i'm eric Azana, and we're talking some batman not one batman but two batman and very soon many batman and bat people but this is kind of the, I guess, the completion of the arc that we started both with the Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne arc, as well as Return of Bruce Wayne last year. This is everything kind of coming to a head and uniting. Uh, we have Bruce on his way back through time. We have Damien and Dick dealing with the revelation that Oberyn Sexton was, in fact, the Joker, just mm -hmm. as dr hurt and the black glove return to gotham city so this is promising to be big blockbuster comic book storytelling how did y'all feel about this i mean this this felt like a very complicated version of mask of the phantasm for me that's interesting like, yeah huh like you know what I mean? Like the yeah. the Joker's in the middle of all of this, and and really the 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 figuring out of like who actually is um what is it, Doctor Hurt? In terms of like, is he telling the truth? Is 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 it is it really there? Has he been has he been lying? Is he delusional? Is he just a a being thrown from time just to fuck with the the Waynes and stuff like that? It's, is he it's, just some guy? Yeah, is he just some guy? just some asshole or or and oh he's and, definitely that yeah i mean he's definitely an asshole yeah <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about that malcolm how'd you feel about this one 
Uh, I like the ending. I don't love the ending of this act, uh, mm. but I like it. Uh, it's it's just a little. Uh, there's something off about it, but I, I I like it. I have I have fun still. Um, plus, you know, it's it's cool to see two Batman in one show. The yeah. Batsmen. The Batsman. Bats, batsmen. Men of batsmen. bats. Yeah. 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 Men of bats. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree. It's it's interesting because this takes us to the end of the second omnibus yeah. of Grant Morrison's Batman. And they do, it does feel like there are certain threads that have been lying in wait since the beginning of this omnibus that takes us from point A to point B. But mm-hmm. also, it does feel wrapped up very quickly. And I'm not sure if yeah. that is because the writing was on the wall at this point and they're like, Hey, all we have uh, we have something coming up real quick, and it's called Flashpoint, and I don't know what's about to happen. Or yeah, it feels a lot like that, doesn't it? Yeah, because oh, it's is and, that was going and, on, and we're gonna get into it. But there is a weird shift in this volume of Dick Grayson specifically, who all of a sudden is just like, no, nah, I, was, I was just I was just keeping the cape and cow warm. I wasn't. I'm, I'm not really Batman. And I'm like, wait, what were the last few volumes about then? What are we talking about? So, I, I mean, I, I think that does to a degree make sense, but we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get into all that. But without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into this, kicking things off with chapter 13 of Batman and Robin. And each of these chapters continue to have these gorgeous Frank Quitely covers um, that are just a beauty to look at. Yeah. Uh, Frank yep. quietly continues to leave his stamp on this series even after he's already left interiors of the book. And it's just very nice. It's just very nice to see. But they're also nice. accompanied <laughs> my wife. But they're also <laughs> accompanied by these wonderful Fraser Irving covers that are, I guess, the B covers. And let's just talk about Fraser Irving for a second because we we got into it a little bit last week, but I really dig Fraser Irving's art. And I just, I, I really like the range of artists that we've gotten in this book. There's so many different art styles, so many different uh, perspectives on these mm-hmm. characters and different flavors that all do feel united under Gmo's umbrella. How do you all feel about the uh, the art this time around? I actually dig it. It was actually really okay with it uh, in terms of everything. It flowed very well. And uh, I think my favorite, we'll come to it, but my favorite like um, cover is such an abstract uh, idea that I've had for like an actual um, uh, a cover for a comic book. And uh, they finally did it in this book. And that, that was really cool. Uh, so, so we'll get to that, but that, that the, the artwork slaps, it's really fantastic in terms of like um, very, very different art style. For sure. The dark Malcolm? deco, you know what I mean? Yes. The dark deco. That's my favorite Batman villain. Is the dark deco. <laughs> dark deco. <laughs> um, Coming soon, I don't love Fraser. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I don't love Fraser Irving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, 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 especially for this story, I wish that we had continued the trend of 
you know, if, if you say that this Batman and Robin run is broken into one, two, three, four, five stories, uh, like five individual little arcs, mm-hmm. uh, three of them have a very distinct look that look yes. very similar. Um, and then two of them do not. <laughs> I wish that those two I suppose that's fair. looked like the others. Because I think those three have a style similar to Frank quietly. And I think mm-hmm. that serves the story and the storytelling very well. Um, and I, I wish that this looked more like Frank quietly. I, it's funny because when this was first coming out, the meanest trick was having the Frank quietly covers no. and then opening it and being like, Fraser Irving, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm a little more mature now, but uh, yeah, I still don't love Fraser Irving. That's fair. I think it is definitely off the beaten path when you consider the art that we've had for previous arcs. Yeah. But again, I talked about it last week. I talked about it this week. I like it. I like that as the run gets more strange, the art strange. kind of reflects that. Yeah. And this one for sure. is some Gmo trippy bullshit. For this sure. is some strange. We get a little stranger. We get a little strange. Go Hugo strange. No, we don't. He don't. He doesn't show up. It'd be cool. Well, he'd be he'd be messy in this. <laughs> he would be messy. Speaking of he'd messy, let's messy. get into this first chapter. Chapter thirteen starts off quite messy indeed, and that is with a redux, a redo, a reboot of basically, I guess. Uh, tease for flashpoint later on where uh we see thomas wayne kneeling in the alleyway with both his wife and his son being brutally murdered however he says my wife my wife my son (laughs) yes and we get this really interesting like alternate story right where it looks like thomas wayne had his wife murdered and he said he has this He starts from here having this just Cheshire grin that is really unsettling to look at, especially with the mustache for some reason. That bottom panel of the next page, he looks exactly like Timothy Dalton in Hot Fuzz. I have a lot of problems with that bottom panel for a different reason. Um, Yeah, yeah, the composition on that is very sus. The positioning is incredibly sus. But we see... uh, we see in this bottom panel the you know he's like now you'll never tell and we see that thomas wayne had his wife and his son murdered and then he paid off joe chill and now he's running some kind of brothel brutal sex club and now in the hotel from the shining pretty yeah i guess it's eyes wide shut meets the shining apparently yeah yeah, it's Kubrick's ultimate wet dream. Oh, God. It sounds about right. And we open up now on the steps of a Gotham courthouse of some sort um, with Thomas Wayne and a blatant racist stereotype. Uh, I yep. don't love this. Yep. I really don't love this. Don't love that. And uh, th- this is one of one of the things where I'm like, yeah, maybe Fraser Irving shouldn't have drawn this. But yep. <laughs> I, man. Um, wow. Well, it's, it's interesting. It's purely just a visual. It is. It is. Yeah. It's purely Which a visual choice. So, hey, but, credit to Gmo. 
uh, <laughs> for the writing there. I was gonna say I, at I, least I he's guess. at least he's not talking. Yeah, like, that's, like, true. that's the thing. You know, like this would usually come with a very stereotypical uh, dialect. Yeah, uh, but and we know that Jimo loves here. their dialects. Oh boy, do they love their <laughs> dialects? So it, it was really in danger. Here. <laughs> yeah, that could have been real bad, but just real as, dicey, but they as, kill that. Yeah. As an Asian American, it makes me real uncomfy looking at this panel. Yeah, do not like it at all. So Does we're gonna, not feel we're good. gonna move on yeah. into this gorgeous full page spread. I will say this next full page spread is pretty. I was gonna say, I was like, you you can't deny this is like terrifying. This is straight up Bond villain bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of is the Oberhauser of Batman. <laughs> You're not wrong in both the <laughs> best I, and worst way. I don't like that because, you know, he's the author of all of Batman's pain. I'm me, the author, James. It was me, James. The author of all of your pain. What a phenomenal actor. What a he's phenomenal actor. What a great performance in a movie that is not good. <laughs> <laughs> he would be a great Dr. Hurt. He would be a great Dr. Hurt. Yeah. He still could be a great Dr. Hurt. Yeah. Oh, so, against Robert Pattinson? Yeah. That'd be cool. It wouldn't make a lick of sense for no. that world. No, but that'd not. be cool. <laughs> well, apparently we're getting Clayface in part two, so I believe the next step from that is the devil. Yes. None of that makes sense. <laughs> It's not supposed to do its comic books. No, what but... what they would just do because it's so realistic is that oh, here's this uh, you know grifter who's who's just pretending to be Thomas Wayne, but he really looks especially like Thomas but he, Wayne. But you know he'd crush that. You know he'd yeah, crush he yeah he would he would, but he's secretly a serial killer because they're all killers because it's a realistic world. <laughs> Your disdain for that whole universe is just so... I just want superhero fucking Batman. That's We're all getting that. We're yeah, getting that with Brave and the Bold. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll believe so, it when I'm wet. So, what? So, uh, Thomas Hurt, or Simon Hurt, or Simon yeah, Wayne. Thomas Hurt, see, you're gets, already falling for it. <laughs> I am falling for it. I'm hook, line, and sinker. Um, he gets back to his little lair where he has his little cavalcade of goons and he also has dick grayson batman and damian wayne robin tied up this is a large jump from where we last saw them yep and yeah dick promises you're finished and then simon hurt shoots him in the back of the head and then we cut to three days earlier yep <laughs> again very like bond thing yeah where we see and i love the framing of this too where it's showing like the skyline robin walking up to this hotel this kid you know this this in midst of all of like the policemen and everything just this short little guy yeah. i do love it. how very obvious it is that he's a child yeah but, for, the, yeah but like he feels his status like there's such confidence in that walk oh you yeah. know yeah. like yeah, he he he's the god there compared he's, to the, like I, he's I, exuding I big that. damien energy oh yes, yeah he's sure. definitely the big damien exactly. energy trademark he walks into this room and here we go 
Joker time. This Joker <laughs> has, I feel like, evolved again. This isn't the Joker that we had in Batman R.I.P. No. This no. is leaning back towards the previous iteration of the Joker. Yes. And yeah. even though there is that lived experience of the R.I.P. Joker, this isn't him. No. This is much more theatrical, much more Hamill Joker, in fact. Uh, this is more Hamill Joker. Which yeah. is interesting to me because I thought that the, you know, clinical serial killer of Batman R.I.P. was such an interesting take. Okay. And I don't know if maybe this makes it almost that much more special because it was just for that story. But I'm kind of curious why they made the choice to revert him in essence. I think that has to do with the kind of Batman that he's up against. That oh so I, I so that. I think mm. I think that the different versions of Joker that you get are really compared to what kind of Batman that the Joker is facing. That's um, an interesting take. So you get a couple different versions of That's Joker cool. in Morrison's run. Right. Because there's very different types of Batman. Even when it's all just Bruce, it's very different types of Batman. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. You know, Bruce at the beginning of Gmo's run is, you know, full confidence. Uh, what is it? Apex Predator Apex. Yeah. You know, like it's <laughs> a very different type, you know, Alpha, leading into Sigma R.I.P. Male. Yeah, like Super Chad Sigma Male. Uh, you know, Super Chad. You know, uh, R.I.P. More like Chad Man. Uh, R.I.P. Batman is you know a very different type, and Joker can see that coming, and so reverts or changes himself into a very different type of Joker. This is clearly not Bruce; it's Dick. You know, so it's a very different type of Batman for a very different type of Joker. A little bit more playful, yeah. A little more playful, you know, much like the Joker was when Dick was younger. Yeah, you know, because that's a threat that Dick can easily write off and take. Uh, (laughs) I think I like like that idea that he kind of changes with the seasons. Yeah, depending on the situation. Yeah, depending on the situation, more chaotic and more terrifying. Exactly, and I think I think that's kind of an interesting take. Yeah, yeah, like kind of really interesting. I really like it when he does this disguise stuff. Like this is very jokery in terms of like being like a completely different person for like the whole time and like to, yeah. to reveal hidden in like plain this. sight. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's if definitely only, the Joker. If only Dick had taken a picture of Oberyn Sexton with a red colored pencil and drawn a smile <laughs> over his mouth, he would have known that Oberyn Sexton was the Joker. And then it's so then simple. That- yeah, and then all of a sudden that it's picture so randomly laugh just exactly like the Joker to really significant uh, to signify that oh hey that is the Joker oh yeah it's right so... this is cool what are you guys referencing so uh, Damien yeah. walks into the room and <laughs> I love this running gag of Robin's not knowing how to deal with the Joker each yep. one of them is just like but he's just a guy yeah and. I love that it continues here with David, who's immediately like, let's burn him. Let's kick the shit out of him. Yep. And it's just... He's just dicky baby. We got this. Let's just beat the <laughs> fuck out of him. <laughs> Look at this skinny weirdo. Let's just beat him up. <laughs> Look at this skinny weirdo. So, shit. What is it going to do? <laughs> and so it's revealed here that the Joker, as Oberyn Sexton, was the domino killer. 
and the several murders that were committed by this domino killer were by Joker during this time. They were um, all jokes. They were all jokes. Uh, poisoning Mr. Toad way back in the first issue of the Batman and Robin run. Mm. Um, everything that's happened afterwards, leaving the dominoes, of course, them being called bones, and then the box holding dominoes is called the Boneyard, and Oberyn Sexton's called the Grave Digger. The grave ha, digger. ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I like that. I, think I do like it. Right. I do like yeah. it. It is, it <laughs> I don't is clever. That. It's, I think it's, it's really clever. clever. <laughs> yeah. That's some That's real mystery fun. right there. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a really fun part of the mystery. That's pretty fun. Because you can kind of figure it out yourself. Yeah. Like, exactly. There is That's a true. world where people probably figure it out. Yeah. Oberyn Sexton's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> or at least he's connected to the Domino Killer for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. And so, you know, Robin brings up like, hey, like Oberyn Sexton's like an actual writer, like he's had books published. And then, you know, Damien or uh, Dick gets a little and he answers his call. (laughs) And he's like, oh, in fact, that'll be the night in England right now. And we get night to dark night. Looks like your hunch was right, old boy. And (laughs) you you know that that crane there was not actually used. He just he just dug him out himself with his hands. He's like, (laughs) oh, potential for rocks. Oh, I have to dig this myself. (laughs) A a gravestone is like a rock. A gravestone is like a very solid rock that people write on. I can lift this. I love that you... Beryl, look at me! I'm lifting this rock! Beryl's operating the crane and she's just like, whatever. So don't know why I bother. Yeah, I love that. I love that said the knight is just Aquaman from Batman Brave and the Bold. That's all he really is. He's just Croc and that. Yes. I Outrageous! <laughs> I, I am I am deeply into the idea of a Batman Incorporated series with him with that same voice actor playing Knight. Like I need oh, it. John DiMaggio playing Knight in yes, Knight and Squire would be combo incredible. would be really great. Yeah, yeah. And so we find out that Joker murdered the real Oberyn Sexton and buried him with his dead wife, who it is revealed he actually killed. So Oberyn Sexton actually killed his wife. Wow. I think they referenced earlier that there was a book that he wrote about that. Yes. And and this was, it's, it's, you know, Joker killing bad people, which is weird. Also, kind I kind of like writing. It. I, I kind of like that. I it's, like that. It's really, really... Tr- and and we do get into that a little bit more later on as well. But again, this is a very different Joker from where we last saw him, and he is full on in exposition mode. But but he's also trying to help, which is again very odd. I think he's a little still like Oberon Sexton here. Yes. yes. He's still trying to shake that persona. And I think by the end of this volume, he's fully shaken it. And it's right. back to just being the Joker. But he does yeah. feel a little like Oberon Sexton here still. Yeah. Just like the two are kind of competing for dominance. It's it's a very interesting portrayal. It is for G- sure. Gino knows yeah. how I swear, Gino should be the only person to write Joker stuff. They because just they, they have such an interesting take on it. Yeah. And it makes it way more refreshing than everybody else is like, I have a take on the Joker. What He's is crazy? It's crazy. <laughs> That's literally it. I yeah. swear to God, every yeah. writer who comes into DC is like, I have a take on the Joker. 
what if he was a little crazy? What if he was a little wacky, you know? What if he was an agent of chaos? <laughs> you know, it's like, what if we took the all the out, other Joker but... stories and did those? And did wackier. Again. <laughs> hey, what if Genius. there were what if there were three jokers? How about that? You put that Jeff Johns really and Gary crazy. Frank on that right now. <laughs> Listen, I really like three jokers. I know, I know, and I don't That's hate my toxic three jokers. Trait. That's... <laughs> Is that I think three jokers might be the best joker story in the modern era. <laughs> I think that's my toxic trait. And so Jim Gordon's basically like, okay, look. I, and I love how he busts it. He's just like, time's up, Archard. Let's kick the shit out of this clown. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And Dick Grayson GCPD's is... GCPD's not having it. No. He's like, yeah. fuck He's like, this guy. This. <laughs> <laughs> but Batman's like, look, Jim, you and me need to go for a ride. Robin, stay with the police. And he takes Gordon to the bunker. Love that. Uh, and... Fraser Irving draws the fuck out of jim gordon's face yes yeah i think fraser irving might be one of like five people who respect that mustache oh yeah. for sure i will i will fully i i don't love the guy but fraser irving crushes it on jim gordon's face holy shit Absolutely. does he look perfect like my god and so batman starts talking about the um the first adventure that they had with Professor Pig and the addiction you can catch and surmises that the antidote that they found clearly marked antidote might have actually been a Trojan horse for an even deeper um, chemical agent that was just waiting for a trigger. And this is the first conversation where Dick brings up the fact that he's just keeping the costume the costume warm and i yeah. don't love that i really I, don't i think it's a little weird how he keeps mentioning it yes. but at the same time this does fit a little bit with dick from the previous volume of batman and robin who's like listen like i need like we know that bruce is alive so i'm just kind of doing like i need to bring him back now i'm in full like just finding bruce retrieving bruce mode i'm gonna bring him back and that's where you kind of get the hint of like, ah, oh, this isn't going to be forever for him. And he seems to feel a little relieved by that. So I, I buy it a little out, bit. Though. It, I agree. But at the same time, I don't want him to be Batman. I that's think he fair. deserves better. Yeah, that's fair. But I, at this I, point, when it's but like... But at this point, he, I mean, he's, he's the Batman. best Batman. Yeah. And like, there, there's I, a wonderful conversation about that later that we'll talk about. True. Between him and Bruce that I think is a perfect conversation about <laughs> how he's the best Batman. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he, he doesn't want that. He wants something better. And I think Nightwing fits him better. That's fair. And I, I do like that. I like that he's forged his own identity and he wants to keep that forged identity. It's just, you know... Maybe, maybe he's, he's, he's just up the best on at everything. The, so I'm just a placeholder. Just, yeah, it's like yeah. it's when you get like it's like when your your boss, the boss that you currently have, leaves, and then you are stepped up to get that promotion, 
and you're in yeah. that position. You're the interim. And, <laughs> you're the yeah. interim. Yeah. Yeah. You're the interim. And then from and from there, they're like, oh, we're going to try and find somebody to replace. Don't worry. This is only temporary. We're going to find somebody. And then you're just like, oh, okay. But then as it goes, you're like, oh, I kind of like being in this position. I have like more. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I could do this. Like, I'm I doing do it right this. now. I'm physically then, doing it right now. Yeah. Yep. And then the bosses of the bosses say, like, hey, we're going to bring back that guy uh, because uh, things didn't work out and stuff like that. So is it okay if we dump you back into the thing? And you're just like, yeah, I was just actually holding it. Just yeah, I didn't even like this position anyway. Yeah, whatever. No, I'm totally okay with being an assistant manager as opposed to a manager. Yeah, 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 Yeah. no, it's totally fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. I don't, I don't love that. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't really love that. It's just a little weird. That being said, um, I do love that Dick gets this time with Gordon. I love Me that they too. chat, and I love that they know that they have this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's the thing: I love that Dick brings them to the bunker. Yeah, how many too. times have we see how many times have we see Gordon in the Batcave? Never. Exactly, it's so there's cool. That, there's that moment where Jim's like, you know, he used to call me Jim, and Dick just goes, "I'll call you Commissioner Gordon if that's all right with you." I and love that. He's still the he's guy who wants to him. date your daughter. Yes. <laughs> he's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm not ready to call you dad. I'm going to call, call you, you Mr. Sir. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> but we it's see so that cool. Gordon might be infected by this potential virus already. And that's when they get the call. Oh, hey. Um, it says, Gordon gets a text. He's like, according to this last text from uh, HQ, Lieutenant Bilbao says the Joker asked to talk to Robin. And Dick just goes, what? And, and immediately it's just like, we gotta get the fuck over there. He's gonna kill him. And Gordon's like, yeah, doesn't that Robin know what he's gotten himself in for? And Dick's like, I'm not talking about him. As they are speeding towards back to HQ. And we cut over to HQ. With Damien locking the door behind locking him. Locking the door. And he's just like, hey, listen, I know that you have had a hell of a time tormenting Robbins. That shit ends today. And he unveils from his cape a fucking crowbar. I love it. I love him walking in and be like, hey, hey, Joker, I have a joke for you. <laughs> it's and Joker's like, Pang. oh, sweet. I love jokes. And fucking Damien wallops him upside the head. Now, granted, I was not reading this at this time. However, this specific panel was fucking everywhere everywhere yep this was this was hot shit at the end of 2010 this was a big <laughs> fucking a big deal. fucking thing <laughs> damien walloping joker upside the head with a crowbar yeah there's a lot of listicles about this <laughs> oh i'm sure and he's just like he says everything's a joke nothing matters i wonder if you feel the same about the brilliant mind you're always showing off they say you're mad, but I say you're not. And Joker's just like, help! Somebody help me, please! And every and again, the cops are just like, oh, fuck that guy. I love that the cops were trying to get in. Like, hey, open the door. He's like, ah, actually, fuck that. <laughs> He's getting what he deserves. That little murder boy's gonna kill him. <laughs> and Damien proceeds to continue beating the absolute shit out of him. 
Yeah, Damien uh, hits him with the what feels worse, front swing or bat back swing? swing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also, as a quick aside, I forgot to mention this. I love that the cops, Jim mentions, he's like, to uh, to Dick, he says, I know you stepped into some big black boots when you probably never would f- never felt would fit. But it help- if it helps to know, most of my cops prefer you to him. And I'm yeah. like, that's our that's our boys. That's, that's yeah. our boys, the cop yeah. enforcers. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. DC's right. enforcers. The boys in blue here. The boys in blue here. <laughs> I don't even fucking remember their names. They had names. I don't remember them. <laughs> Me neither, but uh, I like them. <laughs> their names are Hey, and the other one's Forget About It. That's, all right. That's their names. Exactly. That's their names. The third one's Gabagool. Yeah. Yeah, Mook our Mooks. And That's Mook. right. Yeah. That's right, our Mooks. Yeah. In DC, they're the Mooks, and Marvel, they're the Enforcers. (laughs) And so we see the flying Batmobile, which has become much more spider like than I remember it being. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's definitely become more uh, Batman Brave and the Bull. Batman Beyond for me. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. Probably why I still love it. Mm-hmm. And as it flies through the air, we suddenly see it caught in the crosshairs of some bazookas. We we get to see the Batmobile shot out of the air. It crashes down, and as Gordon pulls Batman from the wreckage, they are surrounded by Dolatrons. Just uh, as I love it. Fuck, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's so scary, yeah. It's really- speaking of the Dolatrons and their master. Back at Blackgate, big explosion as some of the 99 fiends that Dr. Hurt employs blow the doors off of a certain cell and hand a pig-shaped mask to Laszlo Valentine. Professor Pig is back! And this is a powerful figure. <laughs> Tell him Professor Pig lives. <laughs> Finally, the Professor Pig Fellini always wanted. <laughs> where's Where's Luigi? Also, uh. also big props to uh, to Doug uh, from the For Every Kind of Geek YouTube <laughs> channel, who immediately after listening to our episode featuring Professor Pig, whipped up an incredible meme of <laughs> Professor Pig as I can't remember the actor's name. Um, I gotta find it. What's he been in? It, it was the one I... that we fan cast as him. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I, I, Damn uh, it. I don't have the internet. Anyway, um, Damn it. was it Matthew something? I don't remember. It was so funny though. It <laughs> but he basically, so funny. he basically did a did a meme putting pig's mask onto him with the oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it so much. So shout oh, out to so you, good. Doug. Uh, ultimate gabagool energy ultimate, ultimate gabagool so chapter 14 uh part two the triumph of death starts with alfred in the manor matt barry matt barry matt thank barry. you yeah. yes and so we it's see so funny. alfred awesome. accessing the manor and something is afoot and 
at the same time, something is upside the head of Joker, and that's a crowbar wielded by Damien. <laughs> and he is just brutally beating him. And this is when Joker's like, look, my problem isn't with you. It's with the doctor. And I'm like, no, but, <laughs> what, um, what a fucking wild trip that would be. Right? Um, actually, you know, it's Sasha Dewan's doctor from the most recent run. Very Joker-esque. Master. Yes, you're absolutely right. Master, um, Sasha yes, Dewan's yeah. master from the most re- from the Jodie Whittaker run, very yeah, Joker esque, okay. right down to the purple suit. Um, yeah, but we see that Joker, you know, is again. This has all been planned. He tricked Damien into a locked room situation, mm-hmm. allowed him to beat on him for a bit, and then used the poison in his nail polish to swipe at Damien, getting a little cut. On his cheek. Love bringing that back. Love bringing that love back. Bringing that back. That's love. cool. That's really and, we, and I love, again, the, you know, the page turn. The division right in between the, uh, the panel that shows Damien normal and then infected. And then, that's yeah. really cool composition. <laughs> okay, yeah. so that's cool. But then what is the falling backwards thing? And he, like, this is, this is driven me crazy for 12 years. What is this? It's like, it, it's basically like him having like a seizure. Yeah. I was going to say, but he stays very... like that at that incline. <laughs> like, okay. Listen, like that doesn't he's, make his, any fucking His sense. body is still developing. He's got a big old fucking <gasps> noggin. And so that? his noggin obviously weighs a lot. Listener, um, his head is he's, filled he's, with he's, secrets. Listener, he falls so back. First off, heavier. he falls to his knees, and then he falls backwards so that his heels Wait. and the top of his head are touching the ground at the same time. He's making an arch with his body. I think that doesn't hilarious. make any goddamn sense. Well, I think it <laughs> makes all the sense in the world. How does he fall on his knees and then do that? He I, has to have gotten up again and then done that. I, I was going to say, never fall into your knees and fallen backwards. Joker. We the see it all the toxin. time in movies. That doesn't make sense. Wait, <laughs> it's not do- supposed the, to. It's Joker toxin. The Joker toxin cro- causes paralysis in a way that it makes him like, um, uh, like stiff yeah. as a board in this way. That that the science in in the Joker toxin does this sometimes. Yeah. I, I, I noticed this. Also, like uh, you mentioned, this being like a, uh, as somebody who's dating somebody who deals with seizures, uh, seizures. Sorry, uh, this is kind of. This is kind of accurate in a way, um, because your body freezes and you don't know what's going on, and you're what just it's doing. This, you're just locked into this position. Yeah, uh, that that's usually what kind of happens. So this is kind of accurate, but also a heightened version of that. That's what it is. Because of the all toxic. right, I'll concede. All right, <laughs> roast. All right, boom. All right, lawyered. I still don't Dumb. like the panel of Joker touching Robin's belt. That's that's a little. That's a little. That is a little. But (laughs) he is a villain, so sus. He is a he is a villain, and he is a dang ass freak. He is a dang dang ass ass freak. freak. He is a dang ass freak. That's the Joker. Dips right into Robin's utility belt and tosses out some Easter eggs. Happy Easter, everybody! And yeah, immediately blows the doors off of the cell, and chaos ensues. Speaking of chaos, this page turn is uncomfy. 
<laughs> Matt Berry is having the time of his life right now. Oh my god. I, I see, see the, the multitudes of the mother goats. Goats, goats in the Gotham. In god, God's in heaven. Pig in his sight. If he doesn't <laughs> It's the Stay. Stay. Yeah. Father? If, he, father? if he doesn't get cast, ah, I'm that. going to be so <laughs> mad. Oh my god! <laughs> father, Shawnee, <laughs> Batty. Oh my god! Oh, that's so fucking stupid. And it's later. That. It's later on in like the bottom panel of the next page where he's like, "Oh, Batman." <laughs> uh, yeah i i love how fucking weird the sequence is of dr hurt coming up to him and like telling him like yo like hey this is all the shit that's going down who hurt you be sick into this fucking bowl and tell me who hurt you he's like yeah batman <laughs> it's so fucking weird and you have to assume that this was not hurt's idea this no. is absolutely pig who's like all right i just got out of prison i need to unwind a little bit i need, I need you to, to strap me upside down with some barbed wire please do it for mother that hurts <laughs> just like fucking fine just you absolute fucking weirdo <laughs> let's just do this because well, hurts a dang ass freak too he's like he all is. right yeah i can get a half chub out of it that's fun oh, like, yes. gross. <laughs> gross. so uh, we gross. cut back over to gordon who is defending uh defending dick grace and batman in the most fucked up level of left for dead that i've ever seen yeah this and is crazy it's terrifying we have the dollar uh, zombies overrunning them Fraser Irving draws them way more fucked up than he should. Yes. <laughs> like, like, he did not have to go this hard. Like, so these are also fully grown adults. These are not children. Yeah, these anymore. are adults. Yeah. These are adult Dolatrons, and that is With, like, freakishly long arms? Yeah. Like, they all have arms that seem way too long. Like, it's it's horrifying. Yeah, this is... Fraser Irving yeah. knows how to do some body horror, for sure. Uh... Dick unfortunately fails to stop the Batmobile from self-destructing. Uh, it blows up, and we cut back to Professor Pig, who seems to be all better now. And after he's, you know, done his little post uh, post breakout, <laughs> yes, yeah, his post breakout <laughs> ritual, he's back to botoxing. Um, yeah, he's just he's the most at all times. It's good to see him, but also incredibly gross. He's a gross individual. showbiz. <laughs> How can you say ugly now? You have to Botox, do the accent. Doctor. You have to do the accent. How can you say ugly now? Botox, a doctor. All of the top actresses squirt the germ under their skin and handsome men on television too. Je suis showbiz. Nerf. Nerf. Snarf. noises he makes honestly <laughs> professor pig rules he's so fun he's so good man <laughs> and no he's one so has good. done him like this since no one has gotten that character right since seriously like the closest thing to say the adaptation of this character is in the is the batman cgi recent show that's like 
Yeah, you know what? He is in that. He is, yeah. He's like one of the primary villains of that. Yeah. I mean, like, they kind of got him pretty right. They, like, for they did all right cartoon, with him for they did sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I just know that he's in it yeah. along with Anarchy and like mm-hmm. and a couple of other characters that haven't yeah, really they popped went for up. Underrated show. Yeah. Underrated show. They specifically, were like, we don't want to use any of the main Batman villains. We want to use yeah. underutilized. And so immediately they went Professor Pig, Anarchy. And then yeah. just kind of built out from there. Yeah. And we don't want to use any of the main like Batman allies. We want to use like Katana. someone who we'd never see him with. And it's Katana. Also, and he's like training Katana, which is fucking yeah. cool. It's very- <laughs> also, I love Alfred in that, in the sense that he's just Jason Toting Alfred. Yeah, I was, gun- yeah, I was just, gonna say it's just Jason Brit as Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just Brit as it Alfred. is Brit. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so we see that uh fun show. Okay, great show. great show give it a Under, chance should have should have had more than one season yeah yeah they yeah. also did a great job with slade in that that's uh, great slade. great death great slade. Slade. really really good i forgot about that um that could have built really nicely into an outsider's show oh yeah and that's the thing i feel like season two would have just been outsiders yeah you bring okay. in metamorpho you bring in black lightning and then season two is better being better and so we see Dr. Hurt and uh, Professor Pig getting ready to uh, do some shit. Where we see chaos is erupting in the streets. We see Dick waking up in the bunker. Alfred rescued him. Gordon is nowhere to be found. But we see that Dick Grayson tries to uh, contact Damien. And Joker is on the other side of the line. So he says, you're going to help me. I'm going to help you. We're going to take down the black glove. And it's going to be great. We're a team now. You work for me. I, I love it. <laughs> it's, and the rules. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The rules. Uh, we cut over to Gordon, who is waking up on a operating table. And it is, uh, it's, it's not good. It's not good stuff. Uh, Professor Pig is that. going to make Gordon into a Dolatron. And Dr. Hurt is going to claim Gotham as the new capital city of crime. Uh, we see, however, that the uh, the live demonstration of Gordon being turned into a Dolatron is cut short because the popcorn that was provided to the guests watching said uh said operation uh have been supplied by the joker who has poisoned them all all of the uh all of the concession stand goodies were poisoned with joker venom just as that's what i do at my job that's what he does so make sure you attend the law in tucson (laughs) what Make sure you go see the best Indiana Jones movie at That's, the loft in Tucson. With right. a new secret ingredient, Smilex. <laughs> Love that loft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now going to petition that we get Love That Loft. <laughs> you need to release just like the, a button or a bumper sticker. <laughs> so And the, hair color, so pure, so, so pure. natural. <laughs> Even <laughs> your undertaker will know for sure. <laughs> that is so good. God damn. 
Nicholson's best performance? Maybe. Maybe. Honestly, <laughs> maybe. maybe. I, I think he should have gotten an Oscar nomination for that I agree. He's kind of incredible. Totally agree. It is. It, <laughs> fuck The Departed, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Genuinely, like, that is kind of an incredible performance. Honestly, joke. between, between that and his cameo in The Little Shop of Horrors back in the, the original version, yeah. I think yeah. this is his best, like, like he's ever been. Because <laughs> he, he's so he unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> he also he also was friends with Cesar Romero, so he kind of took a little bit of like what he did to like just mm-hmm. ramp it at in his own way, which was like Makes yeah, sense. yeah, it was really cool. It was real cool. I will also pause it as a uh, all time Jack Nicholson performance of The Witches of Eastwick. Yes, Ooh, hell yeah. that's what got hell him yeah. the Joker. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what got him Joker. Uh, hell love yeah. that movie. Love that. I love movie. that movie. Hell yeah. Him, his speech in the church. Yeah, yeah. When he's like, talking, uh, it's like, oh so really? You're watching You're in the. It's like the best. I, I did that for a monologue once. Did you? Yeah, long time yeah. ago. That Respect. is the speech. That moment in that movie is the re- is the what Tim Burton saw and wanted Jack Nicholson as yeah. the Joker. That's, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Moment. That's yeah. the one. Great monologue. Great monologue. Great monologue. Great monologue. Uh, if you're ever looking for a good villain monologue, check that out. Um, but yeah, so we uh, God, genuinely, when the loft eventually does show Batman 1989, you gotta gotta get that love that loft Shit. bumper sticker. I I should have gotta do it. I <sighs> gotta do it. So uh, I'm I'm the staff pick for August, and I sent in. Uh, a few options for August. Oh, uh, if they don't, if if I don't get clearance on any of the three that I sent, maybe I'll put up for Batman eighty nine. Yeah, that's kind of a fucking. That's kind of a fucking banger. Hell yeah, yes, that's kind is. of a fucking banger. It's the great movie. Fuck. So speaking of Batman invading a theater, um, the roof of this <laughs> theater blows up, and the... I smell a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the man who hit me. Get him. <laughs> that he is. He is a criminal. I mean, it's it's literally just that. Do you guys ever see the Tank Man Begins? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, so it's literally yeah. the shingler. <laughs> it's like, a curse are you a tank a man? That guy grows up to be Professor Pig. Like... That's what it is, for sure. <laughs> so Dick drops in and immediately Eskrima out, swinging at anything that moves. Hell yeah. And starts fighting his way towards Professor Pig. He's um, got a little, he's got his Nightwing sticks. It's like I love, really I cool. just, I love I, the visual of Batman using the Eskrima. I love the visual of Batman using a weapon, like using an offensive weapon like that. Yeah. I yeah. think it's really cool. It totally is very cool. And it's really exciting because Eskrima sticks, that whole fighting style originated in the Philippines. And that really, oh, really, it did. And I fucking, I did not know that. It makes me so happy. Like that's, that's sick. What, one of the things that I love about Nightwing. It's just and one of the things that really bums me the fuck out about that new McFarlane toys figure. Oh, Eric bums me out. I feel like oh, I'm, look at the twins. <laughs> I feel like it's, so funny. it's that in the noodle hair. But uh, <laughs> they were God trying bless... to go for Redondo's art. They were really. The... God bless, uh, oh shit, MK, MKG toys. Uh, I don't remember the name, 
but uh, bless their heart because they're, they're gonna fix it. They make they make sweet toy uh, toy remods. Yeah. They're gonna fix it, baby. So Batman is overwhelmed by the sheer amount of Dollatrons in the uh, in the theater. But I love I love this moment where. Batman's getting restrained, and Professor Pig's like, We meet again, Batman, and I can't blame you for finding me attractive. But this time <laughs> I have the snurf upper trotter while you and fucking Batman just absolutely decks him in the face. Just lifts up and kicks him square on the snout. You can tell so he, like, pedal kicked up. Yes. Yeah. Like that's what he did. He, 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 he like, bicycle over. kicked. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fucked up. It's like, dope awesome. as hell. I also love that Pig thinks that he's Batman's like arch, arch nemesis. Yeah. Like yeah. I think that's really funny. Yeah. So, uh, yes, my arch enemy. <laughs> and I guess that for Dick Bats, he kind of is. Like, and Dick I guess Grant, in Batman, a way, he kind of is. He has, he has been honestly since like the beginning, since with his run of. Batman and Robin. Yeah. I guess so, in a way, yeah. So you know what? Tom Taylor, Bruno Redondo, I know you listen to this podcast. We need a Fuck. Professor Pig story. Fuck. We need a Professor Pig story. Fuck. Shit would drive. Oh my God. What if so Professor hard. Pig goes after the Titans? What if he's like in a, a Titans villain now? That would be sick. That Dope would be fuck. really fucking awesome. Dope yeah. as fuck. Shit. The Dollatrons going after the Teen Titans would be kind of fun. Like oh, just, just can, you imagine, the... can you imagine him turning Cyborg into a Dollatron? Oh, she would be insane. <laughs> I can already see the fucking cover. I can see it's it's Nightwing with his escrima sticks out, shocked face as all of the Titans and Dollatron masks are reaching Dollatron at him. Masks? That would be sick. Oh, because be because sick. Pig just figured out that this Batman was Nightwing. <laughs> He's like, wait a second. He's like, wait a second. I've seen the boy with a sticker before. <laughs> I recognize that chin, that sexy, sexy chin. Oh, that's a my Batman. No Botox required. No Botox in that chin, father. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking pig would set up his own titans he'd try to make his own titans out it of dollar all dollatrons in like titan costumes yes dude shit would rip shit. no but but it would specifically be teen titans it would be like the original teen yeah. titans you put them in costumes like that and it would be it would straight up be a like stuck in Titans Tower, the other Titans are away, and Nightwing has to fight his way from the top of Titans Tower to the bottom, fighting Dollatrons dressed as the Teen Titans. Oh, yeah. and, and Pig on the intercom singing the Teen Titans theme song. When there's <laughs> trouble, you know you who, know to, who call. to call. A Teen, a teen Titan. Titan. <laughs> this is the best idea. One hundred. <laughs> Tom, we need you to make this happen. Tom, we need you to make this happen ASAP. If that's the first person issue, I'm thrilled. <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> I'm thrilled. And yet, and yet, somewhere, somewhere in this world, George Perez is rolling in his grave from just. Oh, <laughs> he's he's so kind bad. of offended. Oh, Mark no. Wolfman is kind of offended right now. <laughs> 
Dude, can you imagine them redoing that cover just with all the Dollatrons? Fuck. Yes. Fuck. So good. But they're directly <laughs> running at Nightwing. Yeah. Like you I can see the cover. It's it's that classic New Teen Titans cover. All of them are actually just the Dollatrons in those costumes. And then you've yeah. got two gloved hands at the very bottom signifying Nightwing's hands. Yeah. Because they're running at him. Oh yeah. So it's a it's Tina like Titan, a, a doll. <laughs> it's it's that reverse um like Joker uh killing joke like yes. uh, cover that did yeah. that they, they, exactly. they inadvertently did that was really cool. Oh uh, yeah. And it's it's Professor Pig oh, announcing yeah. the new Teen Titans. Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four, go, a Teen <laughs> Titan. <laughs> God, that shit would rip. That would oh. be so good. So we might have just made the best single issue in the history of DC Comics. That could be one of the best single issues of all time. Like, that's kind of amazing. Let us write that shit. Shit. <laughs> and so we see uh, we see Dick is able to disable Professor Pig. He goes to rescue Jim Gordon. However, Gordon I love Dick smiling as he's rescuing. Like, hey, yes. let's get out of I here, was Commissioner. Just he's point like, that. Commissioner, let's go. Also, did I... you see that cool ass kick I just did? <laughs> I did like a flip. It was Dad, fucking look. Rad. It was fucking cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Gordon's like, yeah, cool, rad. And then he hits him with a fire extinguisher because Gordon Whoa. is infected. Tried to oh. warn you. And so we cut over to. The Joker. And I kind of love this costume for the Joker. I Me listen. Oberyn Sexton gear, Oberyn Sexton top hat, Oberyn Sexton glasses. This is an immediate runner up for Fashion Icon of the Week. If there wasn't for one other yeah. thing, this would be Fashion Icon of the Week. Yeah. Because holy shit. This is a look. This is super bowie as joker yes, <laughs> like, and it fucking rips Absolutely. <laughs> this is like joker if he was a mime uh but not not following the ethics of a mime pretty pretty much but like the whole like black and like yeah just jacob just, what are yeah. the ethics of a mime Looking at the uh, no, 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 perfect no. response. He had no answer. Perfect no, I response. Was, I, no, I was responding. As, wait, guys. I was, was responding as a mime. I was responding as a mime. Oh, shit. So clear. Damn it. We felt so for clear it. to me. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. You win this round, Jacob. You win this Fuck. round. Fuck. Uh, so we then cut to, uh, what is this, chapter 15, chapter 16? This is 15. 15, and we start oh, as macabre yeah. as it gets. Uh, great cover. Yeah. Real quick. Great cover. Because my favorite thing in the Batman and Robin mythos is the, the candlelit promise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, of, and this is a great reversal of that. Yeah. Of it being Dr. Hurt and Robin swearing on on the candle and which also is kind of a rad. great foreshadowing for the potential future of batman 666 which we will get into mm. as well. and so the joker interesting is, that joker is dancing with i don't know who this is but uh, it is I believe a dead it's bride the, i think it's the wife of overton saxon uh no because no because she's oh, no, buried she's... with because remember he was buried alive with her body Right. Yeah. But they digged her they dig her up. Oh wait, no. This, but this, but that's, yeah, in remember, that's in London, England. England. Yeah, that's, that's in England. England. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I don't right. I think uh, he just quick, grabbed a the, random the, the, body. Yeah. 
also the the cover the b cover i figured this was the cover you were talking about this right is the cover i was talking about and i absolutely love it it's exactly something fuel. i would yeah yeah it's exactly something i would be like yeah this is exactly what i wish somebody would do sometimes with the joker is just like have his head open up and just madness and awfulness comes out i hate that cover (laughs) (laughs) it's too freaky yeah (laughs) you don't like the two-headed robin and the batman whose cape is actually a long hand yeah especially because the two-headed robin both of those robin faces i'm pretty certain those were taken from dark knight strikes again oh god because that's how robin looks in dark like that is 100 percent exactly faces from dark Knight yeah, strikes again which is stuck in my that head. looked so familiar yeah. it's stuck in my head but that's like super dicky g uh <laughs> robin who's Yikes. become like crazy villain guy because he's like m- plastic man sort of too like it's, it's fucking gross weird. yeah it's fucking gross. gross just dang ass freak energy gross. dang ass freak energy for sure so we again start with uh joker dancing with this corpse bride not that one um <laughs> no this one's more interesting <laughs> maybe oh. and he goes to uh open this coffin and finds damien and i just love that he's got damien duct tape over his mouth a little smile drawn on yes and he's like he hears damien trying to make a noise so he rips off the uh the duct tape and it's just fucking damien going ah that is my favorite fraser irving page because you know he's been because you know he's been shouting that the entire time yeah (laughs) he hates this and i think that's so funny exactly what the little shit deserves with the with the fucking like clown nose on too yeah. it's so good <laughs> oh. and so we have now caught up to today we have now caught up to right now as we are uh as we began this volume three days have passed here we are uh thomas wayne has somehow come back from the dead made it very public he's got his now suspiciously less asian looking lawyer who we now know is professor pig in disguise which yep. i don't think was clear to fraser irving when he began this nope. story nope not at all and again makes me very uncomfy um but i fucking i love the framing of this alfred is sitting in the mansion sipping his tea he knows what's coming he gets up with his tea and his little bowler hat on and walks straight up to the gate. Thomas is there and he's just like, Pennyworth, good Lord. You remember me, old chap, don't you? And he knows that Alfred knows. And Alfred just stone face. He's like, oh yes, sir. I remember you well. I just, this feels like last stand at the okay corral and i fucking love that shit yep that's a loaded conversation right there i love it it's so good (laughs) i love it uh we see that the that gotham has been put under quarantine um madness has stricken the town uh we get a quick cut to our our good friend the pimp from way back Uh way back when that is him okay yeah and he's Oh, to protect the streets. Yeah. Yeah. 
he's guiding yeah. this mom and her kids away from this bad area, which I hell think is dope yeah. as hell. He's saying, "Yo, lady, you ain't you ain't hip for this shit. <laughs> this is this some shit going on down here. You don't want this." <laughs> and so we see that as Thomas Wayne, Doctor Hurt has made it his mission to save Gotham by any means necessary. Meanwhile, uh, Joker and Robin are at the I'm assuming the Wayne Cemetery, and. Joker is using a banana as a gun. Yes, it's so good. It's so good. It's just like the fact that he's just like poking and prodding him like it's a gun the whole time. By the way, uh, you guys were mentioning Batman 89. Uh, every time the Joker comes in, I just automatically hear that waltz to the death. That moment. Yeah. When he was dancing with the corpse, I was just like, oh, God, this is just. That, that is him dancing with Vicky Bailey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, Beauty and the Beast. Of course, if anyone calls you a beast, I'll kill them. I'll kill them. <laughs> God, he's so good at that. He's so good in that he's movie. So good he in that movie, man. He honestly deserves top billing. He it makes he sense that he got first credit. Yeah, because he's doing the most in that movie. He's doing the most, and he's yeah. serving. And so, Robin is done playing his game. Uh, Joker is just not intimidated by this little boy assassin, and he peels the banana eats the banana, drops the peel. Foreshadowing. Save that. I love that. I love that. He's pretending to use his banana as a gun. And really, the banana was Chekhov's gun. Great writing by Gmo. They know what they're doing. Great writing by Gmo. (laughs) They know what they're doing. We see uh, Professor Pig's van roll up to, to Gotham, or to Wayne Manor. And uh he has gordon in shotgun gordon is halfway to becoming a dollatron when he rebels uh and we get this great little swipe in of damien just coming in and absolutely kicking pig's head off basically so sick throwing him through the windshield of the truck as it crashes professor pig could just it's so good cannot catch a break he is being hunted by batman and robin uh damon is like i am going to murder you and everything you hold dear and (laughs) again just professor pig saying just saying nonsense ruff bless the snail the double is two the deuce is snail horns the snail is the devil just (laughs) again nonsense And so Pig immediately, you know, notices that Damon is a fucking problem. And he runs towards the manor shouting, that's him. They're all crawling from the box now. You get him. Piggy's got work in town. As all the 99 fiends come rushing at Damien and Damien looks like a fucking demon Naruto running at them. I mean, literally, yeah. like, yeah. He, that's all it is. He taps into the fucking nine-tailed fox. He's like, I have the power of God and anime on my side. And fucking runs at them. 
but I love the parallel of this demonic looking dog and then Damien unafraid facing them down. <laughs> and then what comes next is this great full page sequence of Damien just fighting everyone. It's Damien versus the world. And unfortunately, this time the world wins. Mm. He is overwhelmed and tossed into. Uh, the same room that Dick is being kept in, and we catch up to the beginning of the story, where uh, Dr. Hurt walks in after having taken control of Gotham and shoots Dick in the back of the head. But... That same stupid fucking face that Dick makes. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, he's making the bia yeah. And I'm going to get shot in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And so her uh, reveals, though, that the uh, .32 pellet won't penetrate his skull, but it has been expertly placed to fracture the skull and cause a hematoma. In less than 12 hours, blood absorbed into the cerebrospinal fluid will result in permanent neurological damage. So now we have... Me, I'm a doctor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, why doesn't he say that? <laughs> it was too on the nose, even for Gmo. I don't yeah. know. That would be pretty fun. <laughs> And then he says, I can operate on him. However, I need something in return. All I ask is for something small in return. Something, something soul-sized. Soul-sized. And this, I fucking, oh, this is so good. Because this is the moment. This is the moment where Damien sells his soul to the devil. Mm-hmm. And we get the future of Batman 666. Mm-hmm. I fucking love how much Gmo wraps everything together. Yeah. It's so cool. It's all connected. All connected. And so he gets Damien ready to swear to take this candlelight oath to sell his soul to Dr. Hurt. And that's when we hear As the ancient whistle of the Miyagani tribe opens the box and we get the gotcha. As Batman and Robin, who have freed themselves, get that satisfying GMO double punch. Yeah! How how the fuck did it not knock him down? Because he's. This is maybe one of the most satisfying ones. Yeah, no, how is he still down. up? I, he's, oh, he's, yeah, he, he is down. Yeah. He's knocked down, but, yeah, he's, but he's sitting. But he'll get it back up again. Yeah, yeah. he should have been knocked out, really. Well, like, you know, good lord. Dick's dealing with a with a pretty serious uh, brain injury. He just got shot oh, yeah, in the back of the head, so he didn't, well, and he didn't have all this force. Can't knock out the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and so we get this insane moment where... Dr. Hurt's like, what's happening? Don't you understand? I won. Fiends! And he calls the fiends out. And Dick, smiling as he does, says, I don't make plans, but I know someone who does. Devil, meet Bat God. Dr. Hurt turns as the mantle, as the clock upon the mantle strikes the exact time, and we hear, turn around, Dr. Hurt. 
it's all over. The fucking chill drops off the word balloons? Fuck. 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 That's puss, dude. That rules. It drives. We have come to the moment. The return of Bruce Wayne is complete. Yeah. And it's here that we get a bit of an artist changeover. Yes. As we get several artists committing to this. Um, the one that we're not going to talk about, but we also mm-hmm. get Chris Burnham in the driver's seat. And I, to the fucking love Chris Burnham's art. And we start off this... Do, do we? What? Yes, we do. Where's the Burnham? Oh my god. We'll get to it. Hey there. But we yeah. see that... We, we start this chapter off, this final chapter, with flashback. The origin of Dr. Hurt. The origin of Thomas Wayne. As they summon Barbatos, who we now know is the hyper-adapter. Right, okay, yeah. I was trying to remember that. The time-traveling hyper-adapter who's been chasing yeah. Bruce through time. Yeah. Back As it was forth, thrown back backwards. Yes. After being tricked into the time sphere. I love that we read Return of Bruce Wayne first because now we have the proper context for this. Yeah. I was going to say, keep in mind, again, each issue of Return of Bruce Wayne was coming out in between these. And so yeah. number six came out. I think it ended up coming out either the same week as this issue or like a week before. But I think it wound up Delta coming out like the same week. And so you have the one-two punch of like, okay, here's Return of Bruce Wayne number six, explaining everything. And then here's this explaining everything and wrapping it up. Yeah. And so we see the origin of this Thomas Wayne, a ancestor of our Bruce and Damien. And we see him meeting Barbados for the first time after they did their ritual. And mm-hmm. we see that he was just a man who was tricked by a half-conscious hyper-adapter that was still reeling from being tricked by Bruce. Just spouting off bullshit. Just spouting off bullshit. Phrases that don't mean anything. Um, I love it. I love that this is all predicated on a lie and misinterpretation. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of sense, don't it? Yes. Dr. Simon Hurd is not God. He is someone who has extended his life due to voodoo magic and rituals and sacrifices, but he is not the devil. Yeah. He's a misguided servant of a weapon that was already beaten. Yes. I fucking love that. It rules. It rules. He took his like his like demon worship love way too far and fucking believed his own bullshit. Yep. (laughs) It's awesome. He drank his own Kool-Aid. And so we come back to present day where Dr. Hurt faces off with Bruce Wayne one last time. The fiends arrive, and we get this great fucking two pages of Batman, Batman, and Robin just dealing with these fiends. It's really fucking cool. I love Bruce being like, is that Damien in a Robin costume? Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Jesus we didn't agree with this. And immediately I David's like, fuck yeah, it minutes. is. I'm fucking Robin now, father. 
and they just go to town fighting all of these guys. Dad, you can't stop me, Dad. I'm robbing now, Dad. I'm robbing now, Dad. And I also, in the next page, I love this panel of Damien with the bow and arrow, Dick with his escramistics kneeling, and then Bruce just kind of towering over them. Really f- cool fucking panel. It's great. Um, Bruce says to Damien and Dick, you need to deal with this. I am dealing with hurt. We turn the page and boom, that Chris Burnham art kicks in as Bruce heads down to the Batcave to face off with I hurt. didn't even realize it was Burnham. That's why it looks so fucking sweet. It's yeah. fucking dope as hell. Yeah, it's really God good. damn. Uh, we see that two different voices are speaking to him. Simon Hurt luring him to, for a confrontation and Alfred talking about how he is basically in a death trap. And of course, Bruce chooses to f- try and find Alfred and is lured into this vault made by fucking, his own design. Fucking Simon Hurt with his bullshit. Simon <laughs> Hurt loves his misdirection. Ah, the faithful retainer in the grip of the black glove can batman reach him in time place your bet like he's, he's so full of shit dude he's doing his best like 60s announcer god like, damn god it's this it's don incredible. i'm this motherfucker like, i love i love it. i love him pressing the button and sealing batman in and going like see i beat you again that's how it feels <laughs> he's the best that's how it feels be devil in hell it's like okay and i love it that's where his face looks the most demonic too yeah yeah that's true just and i do love the (laughs) the use of the shadow when he like outstretches and it's showing like a devil shadow yeah like the imagery shit is so cool so cool and he says rotten purgatory this house is mine meanwhile the circus of strange has come to town I'm oh, so hell. glad. The new, new king, king in town. 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 <laughs> Party <laughs> man. Exactly Party oh, man. man. And I He's love like throwing that. millions of dollars of like into the into the audience. <laughs> but they're all pig bucks. They're all pig they're all monopoly money with yeah. his face. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Yeah. Me? <laughs> I'm giving away I'm... free money. <laughs> and, where and where is the Batman? He's at home washing his tights. <laughs> God, that's so good. Look, I'm watching Batman after this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch the movie now. Damn it! But uh, I also love that we have Irving doing the Professor Pig stuff because he gets how disgusting Pig needs to be. He yes. is the right choice for that, for yeah. sure. And so he is doing his. He is doing the most, um, but. <laughs> Roll up, roll up. (laughs) Hi, piggly hi. The rats are in the sty. (laughs) I believe you mean the sty. Sty. (laughs) The Napoleon of the barnyard. Behold, my beautiful ones, the language of the beasts. I love he has to he has to he has to pop open his jacket to show his belly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he does this every time. 
Every time. That's yeah. his go-to move. Yeah. It is. Oh, and, but then he's just like, Slur, I took a gut load of lovely drugs, but now I feel all creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Professor Pig. He's, he's so good. He's yes. fucking nuts, dude. He's so fucking good. Nuts. I'll prove what they did to me in hospital in your gown of flame. Have pity, wait. You're not my fucking mommy. <laughs> that, is a, that is a panel. That is a panel that, that needs to be shared around more often. Yes. <laughs> You're not my, my fucking, fucking mommy. mommy. There needs to be a meme. Yeah, I like to say that. And Damon's like, that's right. Because I'm your daddy, bitch. And he flies in. <laughs> he just whips in. With Damien. And they are... They immediately... And I love how they turn the Dolatrons on him. He's like... Yep. He's like, I'm the only one who has... I'm the only one who has the antidote. Kill them. And I'll give you as much of it as you want. And fucking Batman's just like, yeah, hurt him. Pig's got everything you need. And all the Dolatrons turn on pig of course he's just like oh that's true he's like yes i i am mad you to love me but remember i'm not the wearing protection my darlings sweet, sweet. and that's the last time you see professor pig torn <laughs> apart by the dollatrons that's so cool <laughs> so good that's oh. really cool and then we get the second best panel commissioner gordon back of the gcpd yeah in full now, dollatron cosplay yeah and this is fashion icon of the week. <laughs> is, right? Because this is exactly what I thought of when you said this is not the Joker. And I'm like, it's not? Is it? Is it Gordon in a dra- Dollatron dress? Because that's Gordon's what I number think. three for me. <laughs> yeah. Fair. And I love how he's just standing in the GCPD. He's got that one mook just saluting him. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, sir. The rookie. It's like, it's clearly the rookie there. Get me some clothes oh, and don't even ask. Bear's dead and Batman's on his way to intensive. We're taking back Gotham City right now. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, back in the back Jeffrey Wright would rock that look. (laughs) That's why we need Professor Pig in the Batman. Oh, man, that'd be so good. And so so Dr. Hurt is, uh, I guess, just looking at stuff. In the back cave, he's like, "Oh, I guess now is the best time to do a tour." When Batman just <laughs> jumps on him, and he's like, "You really thought you could trap me in a prison I built? You thought I wouldn't hound you to the grave if you ever showed your face again?" It's dope as hell. This is cool, ass Bruce Batman. Yeah, this like this is cool. He's like, also vengeful, really cool, vengeful he's, Batman. He's pissed. Yeah, he is angry. <laughs> He's done with it. That's kind of awesome. I do love, though, the bottom panel where Hurt tries to get away and fish hooks Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you don't see very often. It's actually And he's able to dive into the water of the Batcave and try and swim away when it's revealed that Alfred is in the Batpod. And Bruce chooses to go save him. Meanwhile... Dr. Hurt surfaces on the uh, underwater exit, but what's waiting for him? A domino. A domino and train, as he follows baby. the trail a out, Mexican he, train. <laughs> he finds himself at the very crypt that the Joker had been waiting for. And I 
I know you don't love Fraser Irving's art, but I no, love I think this page the composition rules. of this page. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so the composition of this page good. is great. Because if you're not <laughs> looking for it, you don't see the banana in that first panel. Yeah. Yeah. I, because I the spotlight is specifically on the gun. And, so they specifically the word point out bubbles. something else. The word yeah, balloons word take you away from that spot. Take you away yeah. from that. It's, it's so fucking It literally good. takes you around that. It that, really, The yeah. banana peel is the hole in things. Yeah. Stop. Not everything is the hole in Sis. things, Malcolm. Well, the, the banana peel is the Joker's hole in things. That's what it is. The joke. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's the it, joke. I totally fell for this. I didn't see the banana peel. Um, yeah. I, so I, did <laughs> I didn't saw... see it. I didn't I see, see it. I did. I knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been I waiting know. for it to come back because it's Chekhov's gun. Oh <laughs> my god! And and I kind of expect Joker being like, "No games, mano a mano. Bet you can't reach the gun before me, gambler." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Doctor Who's just... just like, "You think I'll fall for?" And he steps out to go grab the gun. What? <laughs> the you can literally hear the whoop, boom kind of like the, the 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 total cartoon effect of slipping on a banana peel and landing on his ass and cracks his fucking Mac head on the steps. Yeah. God damn, that's yeah. poetry, baby. That's yep, poetry. that's comedy. That's comedy, kids. <laughs> and the it's Joker's it. just like walked right into that like a pro. You've done this before, am I right? I just I love. Yeah. When the Joker's done right, he's done really right. Chivo's yeah. the only one who does them right. And so he grabs Hurt's body, drags him over to the coffin that he had dug up and had kept Damien in, tosses him in there, nails it shut. And that is the end of Dr. Hurt. I fucking love it. <laughs> I fucking love it so much. Uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> however <laughs> there is one more problem as uh bruce and alfred surface from the water at some point and i don't remember where but they mentioned that the um the batmobile was rigged with a nuke uh mm -hmm. by the joker yes. yeah and they're like they're like uh alfred says where are the boys and bruce is like oh i'm sure they're saving the day and it just cuts over to damon going oh in the middle of a mission impossible mission. <laughs> yeah. i love the fucking cutaways i love the fucking cutaways they're so cinematic and damien yeah. this is damien this is the worst day of damien's life <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this has been I mean... a really shitty like three days for him yeah. he's kind of tired of it he's like maybe yeah. this robin thing kind of sucks <laughs> <laughs> And so he's like, homemade thermonuclear device, 28 seconds to disarm. And Bruce is just like, okay, here's what to do. He's like, father, at this stage, I really don't think I need your help. <laughs> As he manages to disarm the bomb. So fucking good. Uh, the Joker looks to get away after burying uh, Dr. Hurt alive. When, of course, Bruce is there. This is the most animated series bullshit that I've ever seen. Oh, okay, yeah, here's no. the thing. Yeah. Is that Bruce or is that Dick? It's Bruce because he's got the Dick. pouches. Because he's got the pouches. Oh. Okay, he does have pouches. Dick, Dick see, doesn't have the pouches. Dick doesn't see, have but the pouches? Bruce doesn't have the but Bruce doesn't have the bat logo as the belt buckle. And this has the bat logo as a belt buckle. So that was what confused me. 
It's unclear. It is unclear. The, and the maybe that's the is, point. Maybe that's the point. It doesn't matter who yeah. it is. We just know that Batman we gets just the know Joker. It's Batman. Yeah. yeah. And that's the end of the story is that Batman gets the Joker. But I yeah. love that this punch absolutely sent him spinning twice before he fell. Holy yeah. shit. So good. And so we cut to afterwards. Quarantine lifted after three days. Mary survives. So-called Professor Pig transferred to Arkham Maximum Security, vowing vengeance on Batman and Robin. Corruption in City Hall and the plot to smear the Wayne. And then so we see Dick got his medical attention. He is committed to bed rest for two months off. No debate. And Bruce says, you know, the Joker said he dealt with hurt, and I'm inclined to believe him this time, but we won't stop looking. And Damien, immediately with the important question, says, Father, never mind all that. What happens to us? Now that you're back, what happens to Batman and Robin? And Bruce has a really creepy-looking smile here. <laughs> this is why he never smiles, is because he just like, uh, doesn't look right. Yes. He doesn't know how to do it. He's, just, uh, uh, he's, been, he's been a grimace he all teeth. his life. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, Batman and Robin will never die, Damien. Get ready to meet the public. And we cut to the end of Iron Man from 2008 with Bruce Wayne <laughs> uh, having a press conference where he reveals not that he's Batman, but that he's been secretly funding Batman for years. He's been he's the money security. Batman. He's, he's a, been the he's money. bodyguard. <laughs> yes. exactly. Batman has been exactly. Bruce Wayne's bodyguard the entire time. Yeah, we know. That's exactly it. And he promises that he's about to do more. He says, ladies and gentlemen, Batman's war against crime goes global tonight. It's my great pleasure to introduce Wayne Enterprise's newest venture and the beginning of a new era in the fight against crime. As a logo blazes up along with a dozen bat signals showing that now it won't be just Batman. It's going to be Batman Incorporated. What I've done, <laughs> I face myself <laughs> to crash out what I be. Yeah. Miss you every day, Chester Bennington. Every day. <laughs> Which brings us to the final chapter of this volume. Batman The Return. Uh, written by Grant Morrison. Art by David Finch. Which I fucking love. Let me tell you something. This is good David Finch. This, this is when David, David Finch, Finch just came over to DC. Yeah. Uh, this is good looking fucking David Finch, dude. Hell <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy now, this shit. Is, uh... Now, this is not David Finch, the movie producer, director. As no, that's David writer. Lynch. Oh, David, that's David Lynch. Lynch. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Just making sure. And so this is basically giving us the stopgap. This is the prologue to the final act of Grant Morrison's Batman. As we see a different perspective on the origin of Batman. I love that, this. I love this, too. That flew through the window. It's really cool. It's really, it's really cool. Really cool. And so we see the bat arriving bloodied after fighting its way through the night, 
just to bat. get to that place. That, this this very older bat this that's old been, tired bat. Yeah, that's been like fighting the younger bats to, for territory and everything, and just gets bodied by the two and just and just ends up falling to the ground. I thought this was man bat for a split second, by the way. I, just because of the way they drew it and like angled it, it. Yeah, it, yeah, I it get looked that, like it was. It sure. looked like it was going to be, and especially the bat rising from the ground. It looked mm-hmm. like it was man bat. Um, but this, I, I just love this because of how this old bat is just so beaten and like needs to just regroup itself and like, and it flies off to find itself another cave to settle in, to be alone and to like, you know, it's going to die. It knows it's going to die, but it needs to at least like find a nice safe place for it to like expire. And where does it find? A place where someone else is doing the same. And a I lost love night without a the poetry. A soldier with poetry. a wounded heart fucking rules because bruce is sitting in that room bloodied beaten ready to die and two and the kindred two... souls find each other god it's so it's perfect cool it's that's great that's, that is an incredible little addition to the canon yeah like that that's that's how you retcon real good yeah because we already so know simple. this end and it from doesn't Bruce's affect anything but yeah it this affects nothing it, it changes gives it nothing, more depth but it gives it more meaning yes yeah absolutely Very fucking well love it. and so we catch up with bruce wayne in yeah. the second best bat suit of all time I mean, this is fashion icon of the week because this is the best Bruce Wayne Batman suit. This, this is fucking this is yeah. almost my fashion icon of the week. It's We're getting so good. It's so good, though. It's incredible. <laughs> fucking love it. The glowing yellow symbol. Yeah, That's I think a you're target, forgetting, like right in the middle. Yeah, I think you're forgetting the best part of this bat suit. It's the giant fucking cod piece. It's <laughs> a big old dick. It's, uh... <laughs> he wears that. And he puts that on. He's like, this is to remember Dick's time as Batman. <laughs> you know, like. Wow. This is how this is how I'll honor Dick by protecting my dick. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, man, uh, there's a lot more like there's a lot more like space in this in these pants after after Dick like wore them, you know? It's like wow, Dick put these pants on. Wow, they're really roomy. Yeah, they're roomy. Weird, amazing. I gotta put on this cod piece to tighten this up. Jesus Christ! It's get why all the. Did you loosen my cod piece again, Grayson? God damn it! God damn it! We all know this is why I call you Dick. Stop it! So we see. Bruce foiling a kidnapping attempt. Oh, this is good. Uh, really cool. It's on top of a high tower. Um, all the hallmarks of a great action sequence. Yeah. Uh, Bruce is able to save this kid, stop this bomb from exploding, and disable the kidnapper. However, this is so cool. The dive off the top of the building. Yeah. So As he's diving, that's when he takes the bomb off the kidnapper and he drops a little pellet that inflates the thing. Like, so cool. Yeah, it's, so good. it's dope as hell. And so he returns the uh, returns the child to his father. However, this father, who I believe is Sheik Farouk. Farouk. Yeah. And he says, you have nothing I want, Farouk. What Hussein knows will destroy you. And I know what Hussein knows. You're next. And disappears. 
We this return... is so cool. So we cool. return to the Batcave, where we find Batman surrounded by his allies, including my fashion icon of the week, you Stephanie bitch, Brown. Stephanie Brown. I knew you were gonna pick Stephanie Brown. I knew it was gonna be yes, Stephanie. boy. Should have fucking yeah. yes, boy. Yeah. The best Batgirl costume. Fight uh, me forever. I will fight you to the ends costume. of the earth, and I don't care. I second best Batman, all night. second best Batgirl costume, because the Redondo redesign for Babs Batgirl Ooh, is hard the best disagree. Batgirl costume. Hard. That's that like current third costume or is that current costume is the best. It's so good. It's not the best. It's, <laughs> it's a great so redesign. Not it's the best. So it's not better than Cassandra Kane's Batgirl costume, which is an incredibly close second to this one for me. Uh, those are two I, and three for me. I think I this know, is actually uh, three. I love the Cassandra Kane costume. It's I mean, it's this, incredible. This is, this is really good with like I love the the, the pouches around the leg. That's mm-hmm. actually kind of neat. Uh, I don't love that. But it's the best one because it has the purple. Batman. Yes, that's, that's the thing. I love I love the purple piping. So I love much. the purple. Yeah, so good. It's very well put. So we see that Batman or Bruce is holding basically a an all hands on deck uh, pre shift meeting. Team meeting, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, and we see all of our players are there: Batgirl, Robin, Batman, and our boy Red Robin lurking in the shadows. Yeah. As Bruce tells them about the concept for Batman Incorporated. Oracle is going to be the spearhead of Internet 3.0. I love that. They give no, they give no explanation what the fuck this is. Just, just, just the Internet. And when, and when Barbara goes to ask, when Babs goes to ask, oh, what's the Internet 3.0? He's like, look at the cool avatar you can make for yourself. Exactly. She's he like, says, ooh. It's <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, wait a second. You're right. the ghost in the machine now. We see uh, robots that were uh, decommissioned because they were too violent um, being commissioned by Bruce uh, for Lucius Fox to make a, a small army of them. Uh, we see battle suits. And Bruce commissions two of them, one for Batman, one for Robin. And then he and Damien go off. And in this... I get incredibly worried because I'm like, oh, this is Batman and Robin now. Bully. Mm. And as they arrive to investigate Sheik Farouk's uh, misdeeds, they find essentially an arena filled with bodies and they are met by Tractor. I guess is his name. Yeah, he looks no, like a strange right. dark side Superman hybrid. Yeah, which is kind of dope as hell. Yeah, he's really cool looking. He's really cool. Batman fights him as Damien completely abandons him. I love this. Yep. He's like, I gave you yeah. an order, but Damien's gone. Uh, after Batman disables Tractor, uh, the two of them talk, and he's like, "Look, my bride and I were manipulated by." The carcass. He says the carcass was his cradle. They called him fatherless. And Damien arrives to find a figure draped in this terrifying looking uh, costume. Pouches plenty, so he's obviously a life field creation. Um, <laughs> but he's got this like fallout NCR helmet, faceplate, 
two bat ears kind of saudi arabic uh clothing kind of like yeah draped he, over him. he looks like khan when at the beginning of wrath of khan they're yes. on the mission at said the alpha five hundred percent like that is exactly what he's wearing yeah. that's exactly what he's wearing okay. just, just with, with batman ears batman yeah. ears yeah, yeah. yeah. good but it, it is literally that look uh this is the heretic and we have not seen the last of the heretic the heretic he says oh, i know you but that day has yet to come when it does you will know me and then he rockets off into the sky and he says you will know me but not yet as damien falls back to earth Batman grabs him and he's just like, I gave orders, Robin, this is not a game. And Damien pulls, of course, the first thing that he does whenever he's criticized by a Batman and quits. Never, ever, 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 ever. Rips off the Robin <laughs> logo, throws it on the floor and runs away. <laughs> runs you think away. Alfred would have figured out how to just like super glue that shit on there? Like, <laughs> no, I, know, think, he, I think he he's does something it because, that you can't just pull off. I think he, he lets it happen because he knows it's how Damien responds to things. And he's trying to support Jesus. his coping mechanisms. I would Jesus. love it if it's Velcro and it's just like <laughs> a, something that just Alfred just, just always puts Takes there, off and like, puts on. Yeah. That would be awesome. And Bruce is like, what the fuck? And Dick's like, he does this after every mission. Like, he just... like, oh, don't worry about it, Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> his, his jacket over his shoulder going like, well, I guess I'm... Going <laughs> Looks like my work here is done. That's a... Yeah, seriously. Uh, I'm going okay. to sleep with my wife. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Wait, if you look at what that is, I think that's a very specific thing. I think this is before Dick knows that he's going to be Batman again. Or right, still. this is very clearly a Nightwing costume. That yeah. looks like the Disco Wing costume. Yeah. Yes, I am going to disagree. Which it's means... not the Disco Wing. I think it's the well, 90s because the... it's got I was the, say it's the, 90s the gold. Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's, it's the 90s one. It's the one before you, the robbed. black and blue. We got robbed. I. That's the thing. If he was going back to Nightwing at this point, was that what he was going to wear? Because oh that's God. cool. Which if so, I'm behind it now. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> so he, but yeah, he's basically like, look, I'm cool with going back to Nightwing. That's, you know, I get it. You're Batman, but you can't. Like, you can't cut him out. Like, I've learned you have to work with him. And Damien's just like, I'm still here. <laughs> like he did it just to get attention and when yeah. people didn't give yeah. him attention or chase after him he's like why didn't you chase me because you're the fourth robin me. to be fucking doing this you little rat <laughs> you should have died many issues ago oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't know what happened i just got i just i just gave, became possessed i don't know what happened oh my god <laughs> sorry about oh my that. god was I speaking through you? Yeah, I know. That's so weird. That's so weird. Whoopsie. But Bruce Whoopsie. basically says, look, this isn't the end of you and you as Batman. You're Batman. You're Robin. You need to be here in Gotham. The, he's like, Gotham needs you. The world needs us. And Dick just goes, all right, what do you say, Robin? And David goes, you made the right decision, father. I fucking love this he's like you made the right decision we're the best batman and robin this is how it should have stayed yeah. totally agree 
Even if Dick doesn't stay Batman, Damien only works as Dick's partner. Yeah, 100%. Damien does not work as Bruce's partner. 100%. Does not work. It it does not work. Yeah. So we cut to later where... uh, Alfred is helping Bruce move out of the manor. So I guess no one's going to live here. Fuck uh, that. Fuck that. So they leave. And I, I do love this last uh, this last line from Alfred where he goes, We soldier on undaunted, you and I, Master Bruce. And if I may say so, sir, I couldn't beg, borrow, or steal a finer way to live my life. I fucking... Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we see Bruce recruiting uh, Selena for a job as they drive out. And our final scene is at Leviathan headquarters. This is going to be the, n- the next big threat. As Farouk is in communication with whoever the Leviathan leader is. And as they're having this conversation, the heretic slides into the room behind him. But he's not alone. He has Farouk's son. And he's brainwashed Farouk's son to kill his father for daring to leak their existence to the Batman. And after the son shoots the father, he hails Leviathan, and the tracer that was put on Heretic is crushed. As Bruce, sitting in his brand new Batman Incorporated Batcave, says, Game on. And so begins the final act of Grant Morrison's Batman. And it's so cool! So fucking cool. cool. What a cool prologue, man. But that does it for this week's volume. Gentlemen, final thoughts on this and what was your favorite part? Let's go to Jacob first. Oh, shit. Look, this was great. This was all over the place. It's like fun. Uh, this definitely felt like the third movie of a of a two of a trilogy that's been like leading up to this. Um, the the intertwine uh, the inter uh, like uh, stories that between like the Joker causing chaos and 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 uh, 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 Doctor Hurt and 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 especially like Bruce returning and everything like that. It's it's very remarkable and very fascinating. It's very, it's really well done. I didn't expect how cohesively well um, laid out and connected this was, uh, especially, you know, remarking like, you know, um, other Grant Morrison like works and stuff. It's fantastic. Uh, the My favorite part is honestly, I'm, uh, is, is the Joker getting getting the bad guy? Is Joker getting hurt because that getting him through a uh, a, a joke, which was the banana peel, and killing him and, and like knocking like cracking his head? It was just like I I was so overjoyed. I was I was totally <laughs> I was totally I was like yes, get him, get him, and put him in a box and never and and bury him alive because that is exactly what the Joker would do. It's like this is ex- I'm so happy right now. I'm so happy that the Joker had just a little bit of this, like, of, like, the Gravedigger good, goodness inside of him, the personality of that, just to do these kind of things and then go back to being this, the wacky, lovable character we love him as so, as such. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I love, I love, I love the villain getting its comeuppance from a different villain or something like that. It's, it's very poetic to me. Um, 
and uh, the the bat, the the symbolism of the bat um, from this prologue at the end of the, uh, this end, uh, just the meaning of this old bat being a little more tired and and kind of uh, meeting Bruce in that in that origin to like be cohesive. It was very that I just details like that is like. Um, Disney level detail that I love, you know, like if you give somebody, uh, you give somebody with OCD enough money, they can do incredible things. Like, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Malcolm. Um, you got to see listener in real time, my literal experience with this volume that happens every time where I go in thinking like, yeah, that's like, all right, that's pretty fun. You know, like I, I don't love it, but I like it. And then coming out of reading it and be like, fuck, that was so awesome though. That was so sick. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That happens every time I read this volume. I feel like, like, oh, yeah, it's okay. And then I read them like, no, that was great. That was amazing. Like, what am I talking about? about? <laughs> like, it's so, it's so wild. What a crazy ending. Um, I, I, it, it's a crazy ending to a crazy era and the beginning of maybe even a crazier era. Uh, and that's fun and awesome. Um, favorite moment. Uh, I think it's all the Dr. Hurt stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I love fleshing out the doctor heard of it all and getting a final answer of, okay, this is what he actually is. This is why he is the way he is. Uh, also, I mean, we stand a professor pig in this house. So professor pig rocking the house, <laughs> professor pig, pig rocking the house. Absolutely. Dang yeah. ass freak. Dang ass freak. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this. I, again, I think it is definitely, it does feel like we are now rushing into this final act and I wish we'd yeah. gotten more time with Dick and Damien just being their own thing before now being just a branch of Batman Incorporated. But I am really excited to see where we go next. And I thought this was a wonderful send off for both. I would say both the Joker and for Dr. Hurt. I don't know if we're going to see uh, the Joker again in this run, but if not, great way to send off that character um i honestly my favorite part was everything with professor pig i love (laughs) professor pig as dick's arch nemesis even though he doesn't know it. he's so fun yeah and i hope we get more good professor pig stories dc comics let us know whenever you're ready for us to guest right on that nightwing run yeah we're ready to do that professor pig and titan's tower issue yeah we're, we're ready for it i'm ready for it but yeah that does it for this week before we get into next week though we've got a few emails to read so um malcolm what time is it uh it's time for us to do the emails it's the email time it's the uh it's the mailbag low-key understated i appreciate that about you Father! <laughs> if you want to be part of the Geek Explained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header and we will read it here on the Friday show. At gmo.com. Gmail.com. Have you heard of gmo.com? Silly, silly. Morrison's own website. Silly, Wait, silly. Quick, buy, that, buy that site right now. Quick. <laughs> buy that domain. <laughs> buy that domain right now. Um, our first email comes from Dylan Hall. Hi, hey, Dylan. Hey, writes, Dylan. hey, guys. 
First off, thank you for the kind words on my message last episode. I'm very excited for October now. That is a very long wait. If you were waiting for it to be collected, he's talking about uh, uh, Task Force Z. Uh, If you're waiting for it to be collected, that's how I read it. The hardcover for the last half just came out. I also can't blame you for liking Final Crisis more, but I do think Metal is a fun one to recommend to newer readers. My question for this week is about the extended Bat family. Who is your favorite new member since the end of Morrison's run? It seems like side characters that aren't Batman get to develop more, seeing as how Dick is seeming like he will defeat crime and other injustices in Bloodhaven in the Tom Taylor run, while Batman could never. TLDR, mine is Duke, mostly due to recent development, urban legends specifically. Honorable mentions are Gotham and Gotham Girl, the detective backups after the tower are great for the Gotham Girl, and Ed Brisson has been doing some awesome stuff with Ghostmaker and Clown Hunter and Batman Incorporated. Duke Thread continues below. Thank you all for the insights, especially the Metron Arkham moment, that one I did not get until y'all said it on the episode. If you, P.S., if you are Turtles and Power Rangers fans, what are your thoughts on the Dan Mora sequel? I'm so glad he got to do it this time since he only did covers and designs the first time. I need an animated version yesterday. I absolutely agree. Um, that yep. needs to be an animated movie ASAP. Yep. Yep, there are um, two animated movies that we need. It's that, and it's uh, World's Finest Animated Film, uh, yes. done in Dan Morris style. Yeah, because why and hasn't that been Superman? And let me voice Superman in it. Yes, yes, I need it. Yes. Okay. Wait. If you're voicing Superman in that, who's Jacob doing? Who am I doing? Okay, what? I'm voicing Superman. You are very clearly Robot Man. Fuck yeah. I think you crushed that because uh, we're just doing the opening arc, right? Devil Neza. Yeah, it's it's just that opening, arc. Uh, or or the second arc. I kind I kind of like the second arc more. <laughs> you know what? Fair, fair. I, I kind of like the second arc more. <laughs> but then at that point, then Jacob gets to be Boy Thunder. That's that's what I'm saying, right? (laughs) Jacob, I can't wait for you to read this book. You need to read this book so bad. (laughs) Holy shit! No idea what the fuck you're talking about. All I keep thinking, Jacob, you're gonna go so hard for Boy Thunder. You're gonna go so hard, straight up. (laughs) What about? uh, We need you to read World's Finest ASAP. Okay. Is Fuck, that, it's so good. You mentioned Robot Man. Is is it Cliff Steele from Doom yes. Patrol in that? Yeah, yeah. Really? Doom Patrol yeah. shows up in the first arc, and they well, are arc, yeah. excellent. That, that is uh, weird. A perfectly fun. drawn mom. I mean, Rita. Yes. <laughs> uh, both things you just said. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rita is mommy always. But he does get into uh, why he likes uh, why he likes Duke. Um, talking about the webtoon, uh, the Gotham Family Adventures, I believe, or the Wayne Family Adventures, which has been absolutely great. Um, his Zero Year stuff, his um, Robin, his We Are Robin uh, tenure, and as well as uh, part of being the main Outsiders lineup right now. So, first off, Duke rules. Duke is a very great character. Um, we just want better things for him. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Malcolm, who is your favorite extended Bat Family character who who debuted after Morrison's run ended? Um, that's really hard. I, I the first two people I thought of were Duke and Ghostmaker, and I have problems with both of them. <laughs> uh, I like I like so Ghostmaker. What's wrong with Batman's design- boyfriend? 
I, I like Ghostmaker's design more than I actually like Ghostmaker. I feel like I'm Same. I need more of Bruce and Ghostmaker actually together. Yeah. Because since since that first arc, then Ghostmaker's for the most part just kind of been off doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, and I need more of them together. Yeah. Uh 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 but and as far as Duke goes, like I I I love that character and I love the idea of that character, but I feel like that character got shafted. Yeah. Like really wrong. fucking hard by, and I've gone on this rant before, by Damien existing. Yeah. <laughs> I think they introduced this character to become a new Robin and he can't be because Robin always has to be Bruce's kid now. Yeah. It's the only person you can have is Robin and that sucks. So he gets to be, uh, funny enough, he gets to be Tim Drake. Uh, which, you know, I think, I think, uh, Titans, the Tim Drake is a combination a of the two of them, uh, which is interesting and fun. So yeah, yeah I, I, I want to say Duke, but I just want better things for that character. Like I, I really, I, I guess it has to be Duke because I really want better for that character. That's fair. Jacob, who is your favorite extended Bat family member post Grant Morrison? I don't any characters after Grant Morrison's because I don't keep up with any of this so That's I have fair. no idea like what That's fair. I would Jacob probably isn't, think isn't really a month like, to month reader anymore though yeah though we, I was gonna we, mention, we got the hooks uh, back in with uh the Superman books yeah, yeah. Mm. We're, we're getting there with the dawn dawn of DC but um what about Lucius Fox's son that, oh, uh, look oh, fuck, J Jace. 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 Jace is yeah, my Jace. favorite. Absolutely. Yeah, he seems out of all the characters. Yeah, why? why is it the guy who doesn't like keep up with this shit mentioning shit. like this? <laughs> is, is he pretty? Do, do you know why? Because I don't really associate him with the Bat family. Which is both good and bad because he is currently Batman. <laughs> Yes, but but he is so mention, far removed oh, from the Bat family that he barely is a Bat family member. Then, yeah. then I pick, um, since we're getting into the subject matter next week in terms of that, uh, Batwing was one, was my favorite go-to like extended Batman That's character cool. for yeah. like a while. Oh, yeah. I really cool. love Batman in Africa is a great concept and yeah. how they handle that. It was very, very cool. Hell yeah. So yeah, Batwing's I, cool. I, I picked that. Yeah. Both versions of Batwing. Sure. Are Both cool. versions of Batwing. Both versions. But yeah, specifically yeah, yeah. that one you're talking about for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I loved David. I thought he was really cool. Yeah. I am inclined to agree on Jace. I really dig Jace. Jace um, fucking rules. But yeah. I, I also, I love Gotham Girl. I love Gotham Ooh, Girl. I think she's Claire's great. Fun. Yeah, Claire's really she's great. Fun. And then also, I have a soft spot for Harper Row. I will always yep. have a soft spot for Harper Row. She's fantastic. That's why you watch Gotham Knights every Tuesday night on CW. Shut the fuck up. Because you love Harper Row. <laughs> I swear to God. I can't wait for you to do a. I swear to God, to Malcolm. Uh, 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 reviews. Uh, Malcolm, on Gotham Knights. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you it. so much. He put it on the cat a podcast. He has to do it now. So no, it's, it's required. No, I didn't. The fans say are going to demand it. I didn't say that. So this time next week. Show. So be prepare for Bat March, where uh, D and then, where Eric Azana is going to review all of Dark Knight, uh, Gotham Knights. That's I'm canon. Sorry, the whole season. 
issue one through 22. Yeah. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> I I can't wait for someone to do a five-star review now. And have it just be, I will watch it. Don't you fucking do that. Don't you fucking do that. Do not do that. I can't wait. That's going to be so fun. That's going to be great. I hate you so much. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna move on to the next email who killed batman (laughs) (laughs) next week (laughs) our next email comes from uh good brother jacob goodhart always good to hear he writes dear geek explain podcast this collection of batman and robin has one of the most interesting ideas from morrison's insane brain batman incorporated i mean to make it work you do kind of have to ignore how ridiculous it is for bruce wayne to publicly announce that he's been funding batman since that would pretty much make it easy for anyone to connect the dots and figure out who batman is and not to mention that he'd be put in jail immediately for funding a vigilante i mean he would right i don't know how all laws work but this is a great no because he's rich and white he would not go to jail excellent point but this is a grant morrison book i think they expect you to just turn logic off otherwise you'll go insane honestly (laughs) i thought that this would be an iron man one moment and bruce was going to put himself as batman since flashpoint was going to out himself as batman since flashpoint was around the corner and was going to reboot everything but i'm honestly surprised that this survived and went into the new 52 though to be fair batman and green lantern were the only two heroes that didn't really change for it despite how it that meant batman went through four robins in the span of five years i'll never I'll never be okay with that. Speaking of Cape Crusaders and Batman ripoffs, I picked up the whole run of Jed McKay's Moon Knight for my birthday this week. Happy birthday. Moon Knight is probably one of my favorite characters in Marvel. I've read through the Greg Smallwood and Jeff Lemire run, and it's one of those books that I need to read every so often to make something to take something new away from. Love that run. This run feels like a direct sequel to it, especially since the only notable thing since that run was the age of Khonshu, which brings us to where Mark is now. I also did pick up Batman Failsafe hardcover by Chip Zdarsky, which is what I think is the best run that Batman has had since Tom King. Nothing against Tynan or Joshua Williamson, but one felt very bloated and the other felt like a stopgap. This week, my question is Star Wars related. Over the past week, we got a lot of news out of Star Wars Celebration, including updates on upcoming shows and movies that are coming out. I shared with Malcolm on Twitter my desire to see a Star Wars project that takes place entirely on a city planet like Coruscant in the lower levels, following a a private investigator who tackles a wide range of jobs. Malcolm wanted a Star Wars 1313, which is exactly what that sounds like. That's what that's what that was, yeah. And I 100% also agree with that. If you could make a story that's set in Star Wars, what would you want it to be? May the Force be with you, Jacob Goodhart. Well, actually, Jacob, I actually did a Star Wars, uh, a Star Wars story. Uh, go back in the Pitch It archives. I did my Pitch It a Star Wars story, which I still really, really enjoy. Um, it's it was a shorter, like made to be like a short film style story, but I I loved it. I had a really good time with it. Um, yeah. Malcolm, you already mentioned thirteen thirteen. Is there a story? Is there another story that you'd like to see? I literally, literally just tweeted about this, actually. Oh, hell um, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, there's one story that I would love to tell, and that's the story of Starkiller. Oh, didn't they tell that story with uh, two video games called The Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2? Yeah, that's not in canon anymore. Fair. Yeah. That's the thing. Fair. That's dead. But does that's that dead make canon. him not canon so, Do what they did with. Uh, 
gray areas. I've got ideas. I've got ideas. Uh, yeah, I would tell a Star Killer story, but it wouldn't be in the same time period. Don't worry about that. It would be much later. Love it, Jacob. Any uh, any thoughts on a Star Wars story? Oh man, there's like a lot of people have touched me. The, the main story came like my my uh, Star Wars story already came true like like over a year ago when Obi Wan Kenobi came and uh, when that series came out because I've just been literally like daydreaming like what would happen uh, for that period of time for Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, the other but. I just thought of it. There was a video game called Jedi Outcasts that I found very intriguing mm. and I really liked. And it was one of the few ones. I would really love to focus on just a normal person who has 4K and comes like this, um, like outcast in the Jedi in the in the Jedi Council. It, it can be set anywhere. You could do it in. Uh, I don't care what time uh, timeline it could be. It just would be really interesting to see somebody who's not um somebody self-discovering the right. force and yeah sure. I, i'd rather i want to see that i want to see more of that and how there's more clicks and communities like that where people were like we can use the force but we don't know what um we don't know how to control it or manipulate it we just know bits and pieces and stuff of the jedi lore of like what it actually does and like what they can do and they help themselves out through an everyday life and like how, you know, kind of like a kind of like an, a, a, a very X-Men-esque in a way. It was just like hidden mutants around, but but it's just but it's Jedi's. It's 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 outcasts. Forces. Nice. Mystic, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So those are our ideas. Uh, also, again, happy birthday, Jacob Goodhart. Thanks for happy uh, birthday, Jacob Goodhart. Our next email comes from Tristan Maldonado. Uh, Tristan writes, hello, Geek Explained crew. My name is Tristan Maldonado, and I've been listening to your podcast for a few days, and it's so fun listening to you guys with your Ultimate Spider-Man episode, and recently your Batman and Robin episode on Volume 1. My question is this, what is the plan for Batman on the show post-Batman Incorporated? Will you look at Snyder's Batman or Batman and Robin by Tomasi and Gleason? Are you also planning on looking at Saladin Ahmed's Miles Morales series, since it takes place after Bendis' run? Have a good day, and looking forward to the finale of Morrison's Batman and Robin in the podcast cast so tristan um i think at some point (laughs) i think at some point it would be cool to cover uh other batman runs and perhaps other miles morales runs uh we do we are going to be sticking with the dc universe this year um it's it's going to be interesting uh as as we get closer to the finale here we'll uh we'll peel back the uh the curtain on what we're planning on next but stay tuned for that and i appreciate you listening to us tristan we, by the way you have a really great name <laughs> you're Bias. biased Bias. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to i don't want to tip the hat too hard but yeah. maybe we'll have a super time reading a wonderful book that's going to cost us a little bit of green to do I, I I don't I don't know what he's referencing, but we're gonna move on. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, Maybe there'll be a little bit of justice served as Jesus we're reading Christ. these books about <laughs> Doom. God damn it! Um, so the oh, next, of course, 
It's the Walking Dead. Duh. <laughs> of course. Of course. What am I fucking thinking? Oh my of? god, they're reading yes. Sandman. Yeah, no, obviously we're gonna be reading Flex Mentalo. Ah. Uh, so anyway. I don't know if we can handle me being that cummy, dude. Yes, I. <laughs> I, I don't know. All right. Well, Sick our next too. email. <laughs> next email comes from a good friend of the podcast, Bernie Noma. Let's hey. feel the burn, baby. Bernie. Feel the burn. Hey, y'all, Bernie, the Aussie envy sending you love. Thank you for proving my faith well-placed by addressing the Cameron Stewart situation. You have officially earned my highest compliment. You are the comic books of people. Bernie. Bernie. Love you, kid. Definitely feeling the burn now. (laughs) Definitely feeling the burn. Now, two questions. For me, the X-Men being a metaphor for the oppressed is very thin because most of the mutants we get to see are white, with some characters being literally whitewashed. For example, Rogue and Dazzler. Personally, I don't think Mm. any of the X-Men need to be white. So my questions are, one, can you think of any mutant whose whiteness is an important part of the character and should not be changed? So we'll do this one first. I personally think Professor X. There's a lot of good answer. That is a great answer. Good answer. I know that might sound weird because of all the um, actors of color who would absolutely crush it as Charles Charles Xavier, but no. his privilege is part of his, yes. his character. Yeah. Uh, both in how he is perceived by the outside world as well as how he kind of perceives himself with other mutants. So I think that for sure um, he should stay white in that he we need to see properly that privilege being addressed and maybe uh retracted who knows but Mm -hmm. i do think that's an important part of his character um what about you what about y'all on the same Uh, level jean gray same exact answer oh because of privilege like i think she exclusively is a white character for sure you don't get away with the shit that jean gray does if you're not white (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry you're not wrong I was uh, thinking maybe Emma, but I think all you need is just someone who could serve C-word. So like, I think you're fine. Percent. Like, <laughs> Emma could be whoever. Like, Jacob, what about you? Uh, you said I. I thought of uh, uh, Metallo because I'm not Metallo. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Magneto. It's Magneto. Uh, I thought being interesting. I, it. it it is true that you know he's he grew up from from a concentration camp and like he's Jewish and everything like that. And I, and I don't I think, think that needs and I don't think that can be debated. Like he should no, be Jewish. Yeah, I think yeah, he should no, always be Jewish. Yeah, yes, that is yes. important to that story. That is very important. But yeah. also in terms of being just white, I think he should still be that because that short sightedness of that privilege blinds him of seeing the potential of what Xavier is trying to do and and being open to more mutants and not 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 so much like being the the pretty much the quote-unquote mutant uh like uh uh military you know like yeah. the, the q on s kind of like the uh, don't bring uh, them uh, into this that. but i'm not saying it's them but i'm just saying that they're, they're more of that uh that ultra military kind of like group that thinks like the government doesn't work mm-hmm. and that's what the brotherhood kind of yeah. has always been to me in terms of that it's been like this we are the mutants and we should be taking over but um, it's only limitations. Certain only certain mutants can be allowed in to our brotherhood and everything like that. Those who have the that's an interesting take. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually hip to that. I I I think it's a good thing for that character to be if if anything white passing. Um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. At least because, white passing. Magneto, yeah. Because, be, because yeah. that does that does allow that character to use status and privilege in an interesting way and so that he would see it as like being an infiltrator yeah. yeah exactly he Very would true. see it as being like an infiltrator you know and being like ah like i can use this as a yeah. weapon against the man but he's still using it he's still so using it. i i think that that is an interesting double-edged sword for that character that that's a good call good call for yeah. sure i also do think and just this is just me um under very specific circumstances, Sabretooth should be white as this hulking monster. As a super of a character. gross character. Yeah. Yes. Especially yeah. if we're lucky enough to have a POC Wolverine. Yes. yes. I think that struggle is really interesting. Yeah, I will I will totally agree with that. Uh, so uh, get Liam Schreiber back. Agreed. Totally yeah. agree. He was perfect. He's the best thing in that movie. Uh, their second question is, are there any canonically white X-Men that you think are POC coded and or sh should be changed to people of color? Wolverine. I think there's a lot that you can do with that character as POC. And Scott Summers. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. going to say yeah. Cyborg too. I was thinking Cyborg. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm Cyclops. So, uh, God, I'm yeah. mixing all of my. You, you are all over the place right now. I'm, I'm stuck Summers. in DC, guys. Scott yeah. Summers, I could definitely see for sure. And I think you made a great point as well with Emma, who doesn't yeah. necessarily need to be white as long as she no. is presented in a certain way. Yeah. I think just as long as she serves. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bernie writes, or Ber Bernie finishes off, keep doing the amazing shit you do, Enforcers. Cheers, Bernie. Thanks, uh, Bernie. Yeah, always happy to hear from Bernie. They freaking rule. They rule. Always welcome to feel the burn. Next up, we have an email from good brother Adam Stringfellow. Adam who writes, good evening, Caped Enforcers. Hope y'all are doing well this week. Real quick, two things before I get into this week's questions. Uh, one, mental mental health check. How are y'all doing? Malcolm, mental health check. I'm Gucci. Jacob, mental health check. Yeah, that's like the second time I've ever heard that, and I still don't get that phrase. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it means he's expensive I'm... and often duplicated, but never replicated. That's, uh -huh. that's honestly what I thought. That's kind of what I thought is like, you can find a cheaper mark somewhere else. Uh, that's what bitch, I always thought it was. Bitch, you know it. <laughs> you know it, bitch. Uh, I'm all right. We're, uh, uh, I've just been dealing with allergies. That's all. It's, it's that time of the year. Ain't that the truth? Mm -hmm. um, I'm, but, I'm okay. Oh, Th yeah. There's, there's a lot of stress going on right now. So I will yeah. leave it at that. But I appreciate you checking in. Hope you're doing well, Adam. Yeah. yeah. Um, he writes two. Eric, what the fuck? An Al Ghul and Savage War. That's the best idea for an event I've heard in years. <laughs> I'm furious as fuck that neither myself or anyone else came up with that idea. As a history buff, one of my majors in college, and a huge fan of Raish and Vandal, especially from Young Justice, you have to do a pitch it episode on that concept in the near future. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do an official pitch, but mm. but we'll see. Because I would all I want to keep that in my back pocket in case. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But 
Maybe I'll maybe I'll send out a private pitch. But for my questions this week, I have two. To the three of y'all, what are each of your preferred versions of how the Waynes, Thomas and Martha, should be presented? And do you prefer if their murder was a random occurrence or an assassination attempt? For me personally, I like to think of the Waynes as very flawed individuals, but ones who are dedicated to helping others through any shape or form. When I think of Thomas and Martha Wayne, I think of the U.S. as their own version of Princess Diana, but in two people. I like to think the Waynes were instrumental in issues during the 70s and 80s, including racial equality, same-sex equality, free speech, helping with the AIDS epidemic, and so on. And I like to think that they were battling their own issues as well. For example, I like the idea that Martha suffered through clinical depression and the idea that Thomas had anger issues and could easily get provoked through anyone who wasn't Martha, Bruce, or Alfred. And perhaps those issues were passed down to Bruce as well in terms of his deep-seated anger and depression. But both of them worked through those issues to better themselves and to be the best role models as possible for Bruce. So let's tackle that question first. I love that take, first of all. I love that. That's um, sick. I really dig that. I I think the uh, Thomas Wayne was secretly a mob boss idea is really interesting because it's fresh right now. Mm -hmm. Because it's something that is, it's kind of the new hotness in both comics and adaptations. Um, the first one that really tackled that for me was uh, the Telltale Games, which I think did it to perfection. Um, yes. But I do yeah. kind of prefer them, much like the Kents, to be kind of those shining examples that Bruce is always reaching for but never quite grasping and yeah. it's true it's truly them being too good for this world why they had to be in essence sacrificed so that batman could exist yeah. how do you guys feel about that uh same i i prefer how, how you see them in like batman begins i that that is like my dream portrayal of the way Mm -hmm. right there like just kind of glorified like they're good people and they like they want to help people they yeah. just need to find a way to do it better sure. and their death is just a occurrence yeah. it's just something yeah. that happens what about you jacob yeah i i'm three for three because uh i i like the idea of being a little more depth in terms of like what the batman does you know it just like or any comic nowadays it's just like the waynes were more than what they used to be they, they had skeletons in their closets and stuff yeah. like that like a lot of people are digging that up and to make it more interesting that, that they were flawed and that and uh and that batman sees that, that that they were like flawed and everything i don't like that kinda i i like them being this old money that try to do good in the world in the sense of what malcolm just said where it's just being like pretty much the the power couple of princess uh, of uh, prince charles and, and diana at the time that's that's like a charles. perfect description. Not charles it's like not really, charles not but like a diana, diana and a diana so Di yeah yeah like <laughs> like a perfect she couple deserved better damn it even, even yes she fucking did yes she did she and she really was did. assassinated. Was I, don't give I watched all the yeah. seasons of The Crown. She was assassinated. She was assassinated. She was fucking assassinated. Was. I don't care what anyone says. And yes. So. But 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 regardless, the, the the I I like the idea of them being. I love the idea of what happens to them is just uh, it's just crime. It's just yeah. crime. That's yeah. what it is. I I, yeah. I love the argument that they are the antithesis to the what if Batman used his money for infrastructure. Because yes. we saw what happened when people, yes. when the Waynes used their money for infrastructure. It, it wasn't enough. An alleyway. Exactly. The yeah. city that they wanted to heal killed them. 
Yeah. And it sounds like Adam agrees because he writes, as far as their death goes, I like the idea more that their murder was just because of a random mugging gone wrong. I know a lot of recent media likes to make their deaths as an assassination attempt from higher powers like Carmine Falcone or the Court of Owls. While I like the idea of the Wayne saying fuck you to the invite of the Court of Owls, I like the idea more of them dying through a random act of violence. Reason being that, much like the death of Uncle Ben, I like the idea that a random act of violence sparked the birth of Batman and Spider-Man, two larger-than-life exactly. figures that then launched two lifetime careers and incredibly vast legacies of random acts of kindness, compassion, yeah. and heroism through those two characters. I like the idea that all that altruism and compassion towards their fellow man came because two lonely and outcasted orphans were just trying to make sense of all the heartbreak and hurt the world threw at them. Yes. Totally agree. Yes, totally right agree. there, 100%. Yes. Absolutely. Hit nail on the head. Uh, that my said, favorite also, just yeah. wait for just wait for next year uh because next season in the fall on the cw we're going to get the waynes which is going to be really fleshing out the backstory stop thomas wayne stop right as he marries martha wayne and the skeletons in the closet between the two of them what are the secrets of the kane family what are the secrets of the wayne family and And how do they tie to arkham find out tune in this year this fall to cw actually it's going to be on max and also i heard i don't know if you heard this but on disney plus they're gonna have uh uh, they're gonna have uh miles morales's parents be the international spies (laughs) that they need to be (laughs) and it's just gonna be mr and mrs smith as the series and no spider-man actually what i heard be them as spiders basically what what i heard is that it's actually going to be both of them meeting in high school and they're going to be mentored by secret super spy ben parker (laughs) uncle ben was actually a spy the whole time (laughs) and he trained (laughs) he trained rio morales and jefferson davis because in his eyes He's seen the future of international and he believes they are the key. Nick Fury has been cabled the entire time. That's what happens. It's Uncle Ben. It's Uncle Ben. No, but I, I, I agree with you, and I think we all do, Adam. It, it makes more sense for them to be the the paragons that give way to what we have with Batman. Mm-hmm. Um. He writes, would love to hear y'all's thoughts and discussions on this topic. You just did. And I'll catch the three of y'all next week. Till next time, my caped enforcers, all the best and much more, Adam. But because, of course, this is a Stringfellow joint, he's got a PS, a very uh, very pointed PS, where he writes, Eric, no compromise on Dick and Babs together? I bet. it's Then it's war. Malcolm, you and I will ride at dawn. We ride. Um, you can't ride. win a war that was lost when it started. Sorry, buddy. Eric, I guess I'm just surprised that you don't love Titans because that's the ship that Titans is really fucking sailing on so hard. Seems like you're contradicting yourself, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm going to be back. I'm going to go. That was the last make... we ever heard of Malcolm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go make an eight hour drive and hunt Malcolm down now that I know where he lives. <laughs> Other you're just gonna see hands as a recall. Take it back! Take it back! Take Babs forever! Malcolm, what is it? Those were his oh, last charades. words. Okay, two words. <laughs> two words. One, uh, pointing at genital dick. Okay, so, uh, second word, uh, uh, pointing at the cat. Uh, Babs! Dick Babs!
<laughs> oh man, so fucking stupid. Yes. Give him oh, a send again. Oh, he's frozen again. I <laughs> <laughs> froze again. I can't. Oh, God. I can't. Oh, with this. What is happening? Oh, he's back. That's he's so back. Good. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, you're keeping Speaking that point in. You, you kick Babs. No. <laughs> I see oh. your dick Babs and I kick my cat. <laughs> <laughs> dick Babs me kick Babs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our final email comes all the way from Germany. That's right. Speaking of Babs, it's Barbara, a.k.a. Diet Coke Lemon. What it do. Yeah. Uh, who writes, hello and guten tag from Germany. I don't have a question for you this time, but wanted to comment on two topics you've spoken about in last week's book club because they are very near and dear to my heart. First things first, I'm super excited that, about you having Task Force Z on your list for Geektober because in my opinion, this has been the most fun series featuring Jason in a very long time and I don't even like zombies. I guess we're doing it now. It's official. I guess we got to yeah. do Task Force Z. Task Force yeah. Shed. Geektober. <laughs> we're in on it. it. Um, <laughs> continuing. Okay. Speaking of zombies and death in comics, you talked about Jane Foster in last week's episodes, and I'm still very upset about how Jane's suffering from cancer was depicted in the movie version. Thank you. Yes. Because it was so much worse than how it was done in the comics. As yeah. a breast cancer survivor myself, I might, uh. be ver I might be very biased, and I'm sorry for ranting, but I nearly switched off the movie several times because it made me super mad. It didn't even make fun of cancer in a good way because yeah sure you totally should do that i'm making bad jokes about it all the time i know that opinions about how it was dealt with are divided especially among cancer survivors but not gonna lie i'm not a big fan of taika watiti at the moment and when death and illness become meaningless plot points and accelerators in comics and movies they shouldn't be used in them at all in my honest opinion rant over so sorry for that it just still makes me so mad hey i'm right there with you my family has a history of breast cancer and it was egregious and that is why that movie is the worst no i uh, agreed uh yeah. i i feel it and also congratulations babs can we call you Babs? Surviving. do you prefer barbara can you we call you yeah you let us know i, I, realize, just I just call automatically do that i'm so oh. sorry if that's offensive i'm so or, sorry or if you prefer like <laughs> yeah what do you what do you prefer let us know her uh her her, Bad bunny uh, and i'm buster bunny sends the no email relation. off as barbara aka diet coke lemon so if you have a a preferred way we should address you let us know barbara diet coke lemon dcl however Please. you want to do it dcl diet coke lemon awesome. Um, DCL is kind of tight. I like DCL. Kind of um, finishes off, but to end on a positive note, yeah, super excited about hopefully hearing your opinions on Task Force Z for Geektober. So long, and thanks for the fish and veal. Gruce from Germany, Barbara, aka Diet Coke Lemon. Uh, yeah, so since it's been brought up twice, it's official. We're doing Task Force Z. <laughs> Geektober, get ready for it. It's coming. I don't know. I'm still hesitant. I'm still hesitant at this point. Yeah. Is there no. really an audience for it? We just don't yeah, know. No one seems to be excited about it. The yeah. only way we can tell is if someone writes in a five-star review for Geeksplained <laughs> on your favorite podcast server. Five-star review. Mm -hmm. well, just let me know. Let me know. Let us know. 
You should have um, more of those. That's why I'm really buying them. I do, you've been pushing it the last you week or two, and I appreciate that. I do appreciate it. We're currently <laughs> sitting at a, Listen, at a you solid should have more of those. on Apple Apple Podcasts, iTunes. I'd love to get back up to five stars. So help us do that. Would appreciate it. That's silly. You get us up to five stars. And again. Next week, if, if there isn't anybody next week, maybe I'll raise the stakes. Oh, all right. We'll tune in for that, I guess. But that does it for this Sounds week. Once sexy. again, thank you to everyone who writes in. We really do appreciate yeah. it. We yeah. love you. And if you want to be part of the action next week, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com, put Batclub Mailbag in the subject header, and we will read your email here on the Friday show. But that does it. That's it for this volume. Next week, we are going to be concluding the Dick Grayson, Batman, and Damian Wayne Robbins saga. Gone too soon, but we are getting a uh, big chunk of it. It's going to be Batman and Robin issues 17 through 25. That is a lot. So we're going to be covering a lot of it, but it's because it changes hands between three different creative teams. Uh, Grant Morrison's time on the book ends here, but the story continues with Damien and Dick. So we're going to finish that saga off, and the synopsis for that volume goes like this. The Dark Knight and the Boy Wonder face multiple threats and villains new and old, including the mysterious White Knight, the villain Absence, and the renegade Robin of the past, Jason Todd! Oh. <laughs> Story by creators Paul Cornell, Pete Tomasi, and Judd Winnick. So, Jason's back. Can't yeah. wait to see what they by, do with him next. By Judd Winnick? By Judd yeah. Winnick. That's going to be real interesting. So tune in for that next week. Again, Batman and Robin issues 17 through 25. Dark Knight versus White Knight. Be there or be square. Not a circle. Not a circle. But you can be a hole. Stop. (laughs) In things. But for now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I was and forever will be Jacob Brown. (laughs) And we will see you next time. You is my number one guy. Oh, no!
hate this country. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, fair. All right. Anyway, let's... hi, I love you guys. Sorry, I'm late. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this.